Welcome back, welcome in. This is LOTL, this is episode 97. And on tonight's episode, we welcome back frequent guest and one of our favorites, Hannah Uvegas, to the show. Uh, we also have uh, Teresa Alto on the show as well. She's been on the show a few times, so we welcome her back as well. And uh, starting off the episode, we talk about going to Great Lakes for happy hour today. Jordan, Teresa, and Dan went there to meet up with Paul Pleiss at Paul Loves Tacos on Twitter. And uh, we met up with Paul, who's a uh, great listener of ours, and got to meet him for the first time in person and uh, enjoyed some great Great Lakes brews, one of the beer of the week uh, as we go forward in this episode. We talk about the newest segment called This Week in Cleveland History. Jordan does that. We then talk about Poll of the Week, and uh, we'll get into that as well. We'll talk about some uh, familiar spots and tr- versus trying some new spots when uh, eating and drinking out in the city. Uh, we talk some Cleveland sports, some Indians, may, actually mainly just Indians. Uh, we get into that, and I have a rant about the Indians' owners, which uh, you won't want to miss. No Jimmy in the CLE this week, as Jimmy is back down in Kent uh, in the playoffs of his intramural basketball league. We then get into some news uh, on the podcast as far as things coming into Cleveland. Like we said, we went to Great Lakes. to talk about the renovations, the new renovations at Great Lakes. We also talk about a new brewery coming into Parma called Schnitz Ale Brewery, which will be owned by uh, Das Schnitzel House, a Parma favorite. Uh, we do some bachelor talk on the show as uh, Hannah and Teresa are with, a, with us, and we talk about uh, what's going on with that show that's got everybody captivated. And it has a Cleveland flavor as one of the episodes is filmed in Cleveland. Uh, we talk about the best beer bars in Cleveland. Uh, there was an article that came out, a craftbeer.com article that talked about the best beer bars in every state. Um, the best beer bar in Ohio was in uh, northwestern Ohio, but we talk about our favorites in our fair city. Jordan reviews a new coffee shop in uh, another new coffee shop in Cleveland. Seems like they're, they're popping up every day. We preview Taco Fest. We preview St. Patrick's Day, and we talk about our move for the week. So that's going to do it for this episode. But let's kick it off with the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. All right, Jordan, beer of the week. What is it? What do we, what do we have? I was about to say, what do we do? But. <laughs> what are we doing right now? We are going back to the OG roots of Cleveland craft beer, and we went with Great Lakes today. More on that later. But we are trying their latest release and their newest release, uh, Hazy IPA. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I have to say this right now. Lame name, Great Lakes. I love you guys, but I would love a little more. You, you're so creative with your other. Are you beers. really doing that right now with what we have going on behind the scenes? No, with no, this no, show? no. I'm just saying. I are love, you really? Yeah. Trash. Yeah, I think that just calling it Hazy IPA is kind of a little boring. Technically, it's just called Hazy. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have seen something like clouded skies in the winter or something like that. Maybe they should have named it Pink Flamingo. 
Pink Flamingo, and you know what? It doesn't make sense for Cleveland, but I would have gone for it. Does it come from India? That's what I want to know. This does not come from India, unfortunately. But it says India Pale Ale. Uh, so, I'm going to read the description. Shout um, out to my brothers. Again, me this crap is... every single week. Again, again, just to clarify, this is literally the most uh, recent release. It's a brand new release as well. It's not a seasonal. As of now, it's a brand new beer. It's the, the description uh, from Great Lakes themselves. Ripe stone fruit and tropical notes mow through a thicket of haze, <coughs> cutting to a pleasantly piney finish in this unfiltered, impeccably balanced you know what? IPA. You know what? I think that it is pleasantly piney. It is piney. I will say... Well, no, 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 no. It's pleasantly piney. I will say it's a little more piney than I would expect for a hazy, because hazies are usually a little more on the, like, the juicy Needs a little more side. haze. Yeah, you know, I, this is a good beer. Don't get me wrong, it's a great beer. If you it's can't already not, tell, I've already had more than one of these. Yes, tonight. we we're on we're on our we're multiple beers in. Um, <sighs> this is not what I would expect from a hazy, but it's good, and I'm looking forward to drinking this more. And I'm gonna also on Great Lakes website they say what it pairs with. So it pairs with <laughs> grilled spring vegetables, pineapple salsa, and avoiding yard work. So. To all the procrastinators in the world, this is your beer. This is me. Yes, as me. I haven't mowed a lawn in probably three years. So, yeah. Wait, what? Why is it his? Why? Are, why is it your beer? Because I haven't mowed a lawn in three years. But have you mowed a lawn in three years, Dan? <laughs> no, that's the Mexican lager. That's later in the year. But you're Mexican. Yes, it is. It yeah, is. I I mow lawn in the summertime. I mow lawns multiple times a week. Oh, for fan. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think I mowed my dad's lawn once last year. Yeah. So. Well, hey. Good for you. Hannah, what do you think of this? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> totally forgot to introduce that Hannah was here. Speak I of was, the devil. I wasn't going <laughs> to talk until I got introduced. So I was just, wow. We're dumb. We're dumb. Uh, Hannah. I didn't say that. You did. Uh, Jimmy oh. said that. Man, I can't. Jimmy, what's up? <laughs> no. He's not here. Um, Here come the crickets. I'm always three seconds late on that. All right, so Hannah Vegas, one of our favorite guests, is back on the show tonight. Oh, Thanks for being on the show. You're we welcome. we were hoping to get some other guests. Some of them fell through. So thanks for being on the show because we definitely. Oh are you God. serious? So so first no. first you trash oh Great Lakes. Everybody's taking this. And now you're away. and now you're trashing a guest that we've had on five times and no. is literally no. sitting to your right. This is not me trashing Hannah. This you said thanks. You said thanks for coming on. We tried to get other people, but we appreciate it. That, that you're was there. not what I meant. I meant it was last Holy second. Crap. No, it was last second. What this? No, everyone's abort this conversation. No, everybody's misunderstanding what I was saying. I was saying it was last second, and I appreciate you for coming on. That's all. You're welcome. Literally, as of no, no. What Dan's not saying is, as of eight hours ago, we had no guests on the show. So this. Totally misunderstood what I was trying to say. No, that's no. I will not take that. This is not a negative. This was this is a very positive thing. Thanks for being on last second is what I was trying to say. You're welcome. Really happy to be here, guys. Oh my goodness, she's been on many times. So thanks for being on. Speaking of one of the other guests we were trying to get on the show in lieu of Hannah. In lieu, okay. This doesn't seem like it's getting. She's never gonna come on with us ever again. Um, we went like you said. We went to Great Lakes. We did, and uh, let's. I mean, since Great Lakes is the beer of the week, let's just talk about it now. 
I agree. We met up with, uh, I should get his hand. Taco Paul. Uh, our buddy Taco Paul. One of our one of our good listeners. He, Shout out. He's one of our first random listeners that just started listening to the show and who wasn't a friend of ours. So at Paul Loves Tacos. Yeah. So he we we really appreciate Paul because like I said, he was one of the first literally random listeners we had that just searched we according to him, we talked to him today, he said he searched Cleveland Podcasts and found us and started listening. And he's been a loyal listener ever since. He gives real, I love his feedback. He's not the type of guy who's going to dance around the bush, and I like that. Um, and we met up with him for the first time today. We met him in person. Is so, he nice? Taco Nice ball. guy. <laughs> I, we, we got along. Yeah, I, I felt like the chemistry was great. We all got along real Good well. Um, yeah, no. Um, he was he was he was a nice guy. Um, Jordan really wanted him on the show tonight. Yeah, yeah apparently not. I me. did. No, no, I'm not. No, I don't. You know what? I'm not even gonna like argue. You're not gonna. You're never gonna. You're not gonna live that there's, down. There's no. There was nothing negative. I what I was trying to say is, for last second. Thank you for being on the show last well, second. Well, like I mean, we that's should. That's all we should, I was trying to say. It's all Jimmy's fault, honestly, it's because really you know he decided. To uh, say yesterday, like, oh, I'm not going to be on the show. What? Don't. Don't even. She's just encouraging me. No, she's a. No, no, she's an antagonist. Make me feel super welcome so far. You're an antagonist. (gasps) Anyways. uh, I was so excited that you were coming on the show today. (laughs) Don't start. I took. I have text proof. I was like, oh, I'm glad Hannah's coming, blah, blah, blah. He actually kind of just I, said, oh, okay, I wanted yeah, cool. you. No, I didn't. I actually really wish we were I asked you in person. this right I now. asked you in person. Hey, that's, see that's the next step. That's the next step. In the back. We are in the... I said I wasn't talking, but I'm going to talk. I think we I are... should. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Teresa's here. We are in the... We are in the new... We are in the new LOTL studios right now. That's right. The high ta- class. The table is. You know what lame. I said? I told Jimmy. Uh, yeah. We, you know what I told Jimmy we need to do? Uh, have you guys ever seen Hustle and Flow, the movie? Mm-hmm. I have not. I have. So do you know yes. how in the in the recording in the recording studio that he makes in his house, he puts drink carriers on the walls he, as yep. like sound uh, stuff? We need yep. to do that here. That's a good idea. Um. That was, so that sorry, we cool got off too. track. You guys went to yeah. Great Lakes. So yeah, yeah. Great Lakes. We so Great Lakes. Uh, Dan. So as <laughs> as you know, as I think everybody in the city knows, Great Lakes recently did a renovation, the first in a while. Um, and we, uh, I knew they weren't going to do anything to the main bar, but there was a weird part of me that was like, oh boy, I hope they don't like mess up that awesome bar from like the you know, 1800s or 19, whenever it's from, right. but they didn't, of course. And you know, the changes aren't like super crazy or anything like that. They're, 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 they're mild changes, but th- it's good. So they fixed the choke point issue. And if you, if you've gone to great lakes, you know what we're talking about, especially, yeah, especially during Christmas, yeah, Christmas sale, first pour. So there was a choke point and long story short, they moved the entrance to the left. And that yep. alone fixes this problem quite a bit. They removed the tables that used to be to the left of the main entrance. And that's like a standing room only. And they have like a little bar, but not like a not like you get beer there. It's just like they have like a bar table set up. And it looks into the brewing facility. One of the brewing, oh. the, one of the brewing facilities. And um, the other changes they made, uh, there was that one room to the right of the main entrance, if you're following me. And they have turned that into a... Com- I never follow you. <laughs> they turned that into a community seating area. And they've also doubled it as a watch party zone. So nice. one kind of drawback about 
Great Lakes is it wasn't really a place to go watch a sports game. At least I never took it, looked at it as no, that way. Fair. So one of their bigger rooms, they've now turned into, like I said, community tables with like, I, I remember seeing two big screen, like um, projector screen TVs. Mm -hmm. So now it's a place where you can go watch a game. Uh, Cavs game, Browns game, Indians oh, game. That's yeah, that's a good idea. exactly. So they kind of fixed that problem they had. The upstairs is pretty much the same, and the basement is pretty much the same, which I'm Thank glad. God. Yeah, I'm glad they kept I didn't it want like them that. To touch the yeah, because the basement pub is amazing. By the way, the happy hour was bomb. They have yeah. all their flagship beers are three bucks. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I um, like get four, a great, to seven, four to seven. You can get an uh, IPA on draft at Great Lakes for three bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Well, two beers and. Chicken wings only cost me fourteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. well, so cheap. I, well yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a dollar off drafts in general. It was still so cheap. I though. think I yeah. could be wrong about that, but for sure the flagship beers and if you're a, a true Great Lakes fan, you'll know what we're talking about. Uh, those beers are all three bucks, uh, and they have like you know discounted uh, chicken wings, um, yeah. cheese curds. Uh, flatbread. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Like a pretzel, pretzel. option and yeah. a few other things. Fries. They had like loaded fries. Those are all anywhere from six to well four to eight dollars. So good prices. It's a great happy hour. Cozy bar in the basement if you've never been there before. Yeah. So good. Good job, Great Lakes. I'm excited to go. Maybe catch a tribe game there in the summer or something like that. Um, yeah, so I was really pleased with the, the updates. Dan, did you have any thoughts that you wanted to add? I mean, it, it still feels like Great Lakes, which is important to me. So Yeah, I mean, the main uh, bar area was untouched. So you still have that uh, original bar with Amazing the bullet holes from Elliot Ness. Yeah, when they tried to kill uh, Elliot Which is Ness. super cool. So if you don't know what we're talking about, um, go on their brewery tour. Yes. Uh, and they'll tell you all about it. $15. Really cool story it's about a, yeah. uh, the history of the actual bar. Because it's always been a bar there. It just obviously hasn't been Great Lakes. Correct. For its entirety. Um, yeah. And if you don't know who Elliot Ness is, do some research because he's a very <laughs> iconic figure in the city. Uh, he took on the mob in Chicago and then came over and did the same in Cleveland. And also he was a part of the Cleveland torso murders, not, not as a, a participant, but he was trying to solve that case, which oddly enough and terrifyingly enough has never been solved. Yep. Um, but and the mob tried to kill him. Yes. The mob, they did a hit on him, uh, while he was at the current great, uh, great lakes brewery. Yep. Uh, and I believe there, there was other attempts on his life, I think. I could be wrong about that. But but he, he was definitely a target in the 40s and 50s, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not... So they only closed for like, what, is it like three weeks? So it was never going to be like a truly major, major renovation. But uh, I thought what they did was really cool. Um, like you said, the, the bottleneck effect that they used to have. Especially on like major days, like yeah. uh, um, first pour and that Saint sort of pa stuff. I could imagine it would be the same on St. Patrick's Day, but I've never been there on St. Patrick's sure. Day. Sure, yeah. yeah. Anytime um, it was crowded, man, good luck getting yeah. in and getting out. That's all I. But have I to like say. how they so they moved the the front door for the entrance to that that to the left that old seating area. Yeah, but there's no more tables over there. There's only like some stools where you mm -hmm. can see like the actual. Uh, beer tanks, but you know what? I think that's. But the I think right it's a cool standing yeah. area. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I thought that was really cool. Uh, like you said, the beer garden, I love it. I can't uh, wait the for them to open those doors up in the summer. Open the know? doors in the yeah. summer, which is like makes it an extension of the patio, which mm -hmm. is really cool. Um, 
And then, like you said, the giant screen to watch games or whatever. And then I'm hoping they also uh, have some live music there too, because yeah. it's it's I a mean, big it's a big enough space in there where you can put a band. Yeah, you can put a band in the corner and have, just have people hang out, especially in the summer when they open those glass doors. So I I'm really happy with it. Um, and like you said, they didn't touch the basement pub, which is my favorite part of Great Lakes. I agree. There's in nothing. Fact, there's literally nothing like that in the city. Fun Dan and Jordan fact: that was the first we the first uh, Christmas. Uh, ale first pour that we went to we were in the basement that's right Hannah so. was with you I was oh yeah that's right Hannah. and Abe was yes. it Abe I'm no, glad that Teresa was... cares no 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 that was wrong. the second year that was yeah. the second year we yeah, went upstairs for that um, the yeah, first this was year... before yeah. you knew us okay Dan this was it was me Dan and Abe we went down to the basement and that's where we hung out you know tonight was the first night I ever went to the basement Oh, I love yeah, the basement. I've it's never so been cool. to the basement it before. Is, that's where right. I, if I'm going to Great Lakes, that's where I want to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's so unless cool. it's a nice summer, spring, summer, fall day, right. and you then sit you on the patio. Yeah. yeah, but the pub is where it's at. Yeah. yeah. So no, Great Lakes has comedy nights. If you guys didn't know I that, did not they know have that. yeah, they have local com- um, comedians come and all about that. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I would do that. I'm yeah, all about that for sure. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Great Lakes for our beer of the week this week, the Hazy IPA. Shout out to Great Lakes for their renovations. We really like them. And uh, shout, we're, we're a shout out podcast. So shout out to shout uh, out. Taco Paul, at Paul Loves Tacos. Go yes. follow him on Twitter. He's a he's from Minnesota, but he's yeah. a guy who has really embraced Cleveland, and yeah. he's a big Yeah, we talk, we talk to him. We're going to go to, uh, well, I am. I don't know about you, you cheater. I'll go. We're gonna go. I'll go. We're gonna go to uh, In Indians. Indians Twins uh, games. This hey, summer, my boy so. Gonzalez is on the Twins. So Joel wore clear the Indians stuff. Yeah. So yeah. so so when you hear uh, banging on trash cans in the Twins dugout, you know okay. who it's coming yep. from. Yep. Absolutely. Ah, he's still my boy. Wait, sorry. This isn't a Houston. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let's, let's remember. Sorry. If if the Rockets start winning, Jordan will be like, he'll start talking about it. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, so let's uh, talk about the Rockets' chances <laughs> and the what. No, I'm not. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> All right, uh, so Jordan, what? Uh, so we wanted to. Um, we haven't really talked about this very much, and we're not really going to until we get there. But um, we're gonna start testing some new segments on the show because yes. we're coming up on our hundredth episode. So uh, tonight, we're actually not gonna do the top five this week because number one, we can't think of anything anymore that we haven't done because we've done a hundred of these, yeah. and number two, we wanted to uh, give a test run to a new segment. Which is called This Week in Cleveland History. So, yeah, so take it away, Jordan. Um, I'm a big history guy, and I always forget that sometimes history is incredibly sad. So, apologies ahead <laughs> of time, because this is one of the darkest days in Cleveland history. I'm, I'm serious. Uh, looking back, it was probably not the best thing to choose. I struggled. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really difficult, actually, to find out This Week in History. So, I, yeah, I'll do better next time. This but is why we're this is why we test running. Yeah, exactly. It's a test run. But this is a serious event. It's actually one of the biggest events <coughs> of its kind. So in March 4th, 1908, Collinwood School um, caught on fire. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep, so this is actually a very famous event. I'm sure a lot of Cleveland people are aware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Lakeview School at the time, and it was in Collinwood, what is now Collinwood, Ohio. Um, and there was a massive, there was a massive fire that happened in the school. Unfortunately, uh, it actually claimed the lives of 175 people, oh 100, 172 yeah. of which were students. Yeah. 
Uh, this is actually one of the deadliest school disasters in history. Um, and of course, this is, a, this is, you know, this was, you know, it's, it's something that happened accidentally. It wasn't like a, a shooting or something, but as far as accidental disasters go, this is one of the worst. Um, I guess, you know, if, if you look back from what I'm reading about the event, it's just a situation where fire codes weren't what they were today. And unfortunately, um, once the fire started, it just, I guess the school was designed to basically be like just a, an explosive, you know, building Jeez. and it just caught on really bad. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, most of the people that were inside didn't stand a chance. Um, yeah, so this is a really sad example. Again, I apologize for doing this. I did not mean to bring the mood down, but again, we're testing out this new segment and I'm looking forward to it in the future because I love history and even more than just liking history, I love local history. So um, hopefully in the future, we'll find a little more chipper options, yeah. uh, including maybe some happy sports memories. But yeah, this week, I just wanted to remember uh, the one of the worst disasters in the city, the Collinwood School Fire, again, March 4th, 1908. Mm. Um, unfortunately, like I said, it, it there's really no positives to take from it. Perhaps, you know, they built schools a little more fire safe you know they fixed some of the fire hazards that was going on back then and um but yeah it, it wasn't a happy happy moment but has anyone heard of this while we're no, on the topic but it's weird since we just had that giant fire in lakewood yes last yeah week. like yeah. three fires in lakewood it was within crazy. the past like yeah since January. Oh, there was that yeah. new Condo oh, complex. That, that's Hill. the one. You that, know was on, what, though, that was on Hilliard, it's right? It's so common for construction sites to get mm-hmm. fires. It's so common. When you do electric roughings, it's, I mean, it's easy I've to get I've just never fire. seen anything that enormous, like yeah, up right. close. Yeah, right, the, right. The, so they the, shut the, down 90. The, ember, the yeah. embers yeah. were, the, well, the embers were falling into 90. Well, yeah. I didn't realize how close that building was to the road either until I drove by it afterwards. Yeah. And it's scary close to the main right. road. So I can't even imagine when that fire right. is fully going. We drove down 90 like an hour after reopened, going to Avon Lake to see his parents. And we were like, what the? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah, and then we looked it up there. on Twitter and it was that fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, anytime there's a fire on a construction site, I'm always like, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But that fire on Lake with in that apartment building. Oh, I drove right it by was, it. Yeah, we did too. And it was a, it was a couple. It was like two guys and their cat. Their cat passed away. Oh, I got caught in the fire, and I mean, I I reposted it to like you know their GoFundMe on my Facebook page. But yeah, that was really sad. It's been weird. And it was I know there three fires in Lakewood, and like not even like oh my kitchen caught on fire because the stove. It's like Real these huge fire. fires that like yeah. you can see from downtown. It's a cat though. Okay, oh, don't even. Cool. It's get a out. living thing. Get out. You're kicked out of the park. Get out. There are a lot of things that are living things. Stop. Stop. All right. Hey, um, I'm luckily, allergic. Yes, luckily the, the humans did not cut, you know, yes, that's touch on important. fire. But yes, All right. you're right. RIP for the uh, cat, but thank you. I'm not going to see any sleep. Going, oh. going back to, uh, I just want to wrap this segment up. Um, weirdly enough about the Collinwood fire, it was never solved exactly what started it. And I'm sure some of this has to do with a lack of technology back Gosh then. Gosh darn kids. Something, yeah. like electrical wiring well, or something. A couple, a couple theories um, are kind of floated around. One was that something happened with the boiler room and there was something going yeah. on with that that got too overheated. Uh, I guess it was very common that kids would smoke in the basement. 
And a lot of people think that may have actually been the cause. Sinners. Um, and then, unfortunately, the, the reason why the fire was so deadly is the way they built... I guess there wasn't enough... Um, I don't know what the term would be, but like ways for the for like windows to let some of the energy oh, out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they describe it as a chimney effect. Okay. So essentially the yeah. whole school became a chimney. Yeah. And Say that word again. Chimney, chimney effect. Chimney. Chimney. Yeah. I'm chimney. from Texas. There's I mean, no extra I. I don't, I don't it's pronounce, not chimney. I don't pronounce things that like Northern. Like Mary Poppins, like the chim- chimney. chimney. The chimney. Yeah. chimney. So yeah, unfortunately, I guess it, it caused a chimney effect, and the flames just reached right up to the, and they just kept you know going. Yeah. Up. Well, you got and it was like all the like heat now went now out. Schools so. have like a million exits, Correct. but then like right. they do, who yeah. knew? Like right. now you can't imagine right. that killing so many people. Right. Because right. there's exits like at the end of every hallway yeah. in a school, but who knows how it was built back then? Well, also in 19. No, I'm, I'm sure right. they did not prepare for any. Right. I mean, that's so sad. That's yeah. so many. People. Yeah, it's really sad, and that that's an incredible. I mean, that's an, essentially a whole neighborhood's worth of kids are gone. Right. right. If, if you think about it, if and, you think about carbon monoxide, there's probably a crap right. 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 carbon monoxide oh, in the sick. air. Yeah. Uh, some positives. Um, of course, I'm sure this was a major part of Cleveland history as far as fixing fire codes and and you know making sure buildings are safer. The building they built just a few years afterwards to rebuild the school, you know, it was supposed to be fire safe and they made a real effort to, to make it fire safe. Um, and like I said, it, it's just, it, it's a really sad story, but it was, it happened this week. It happened as of yesterday in 19, you know, this and day so, in yeah, so that's, that's, uh, the first very sad test of our new segment. Uh, again, I'm hoping to do more positive stories in the right. future. I really I like this idea though. Yeah, yeah, I love no, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a good you know, idea. even if it's sad, sad history is a part of it's the It's still city. history. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. There's, there's, still history. Exactly. There's nothing you can avoid about that. Like it's you know that's part of who we are as a city. So right. Uh, that's that new segment. Look, I look forward to doing this in the future. We love top five, but we'll we'll explain it more in our hundredth episode. Yeah. But we're looking to maybe move on from that and use that for top certain five will situations. still be around. Yeah, exactly. So. Sorry. This week in Cleveland history. Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so Jimmy's not here. Uh, he is playing in a intramural playoff basketball game right now. Oh, oh cool. good for him. So there's no Jimmy in the CLE. Ugh. So Jimmy. he should have double the amount of material next week, <laughs> James. Um, so anyway, no top five this week. As we just uh, explained, let's do the poll of the week yeah. because uh, I thought this was interesting. It doesn't really tie into any of our segments. So. What well, actually kind of does? It would I would say this would bounce into the uh, discussion we're going to do on craft beer. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so All right, so let's just roll that. right into that. Yeah. No, let's we'll, just roll. We'll do yeah. the, if you want to do the poll first, and then yeah, yeah. So actually, Jordan came up with this poll. So if you kind of want to, um, I will lead it. Um, yeah. I just thought of something. I'm a type of person who I love my usual familiar spots I go to for food and drink. However, uh, me and Teresa especially like to try a new place at least once a week. We yeah. try. Usually it's once every few weeks, but yeah. we try to do a new place. So I kind of came up with the idea, what do you all think? Do you like when you when it's a Saturday or a Friday night and you want to go out and you're making plans, do you go to your old familiar spots or do you do you make an effort to try a new spot? Um, I voted I try a new spot because that's always what I like to do. I If I can choose between a new spot or a familiar spot, nine times out of ten I'm going to want to try a new place. So that's me. 
Uh, let's go around the room. Let's start with Hannah next. Uh, what do you usually look in look for when you go out uh, on a weekend? I guess probably mixed. Like, I enjoy trying new things, but I'm kind of a creature of habit. Yeah. So I like my favorite places that I prefer to go to. I'm real thrown off without having greenhouse. It kind of throws my whole game out the window. Um, But, like, I prefer to go to, like, a noble beast than risk it trying a new place. Yeah, someplace that you're Regularly, but I enjoy a new one every once in a while. Yeah. Dan? It's a bit of a catch-22 for me because, like, you have your familiar places, but at a certain point in time, those familiar places were new places. It's like, you brought up Noble Beast. Mm -hmm. The first time you went there, you were trying it, you were just trying it out. This is like some philosophical conversation. No. Like, everything's a new place. No, right. No, exactly. But no, what I was going to say is, I can't even remember how I voted, but... Um, fake. What I think it's a mood. It's honestly, it's a mood thing because there are there are oh, sometimes. Yeah. I will agree with that. There are sometimes. I see. I always feel like if I'm going to try a new place, like not that I like dress like a scrub when I go to my familiar places, <laughs> but like when I go to a new place, I almost feel like like I have to impress the new place as well. Like so, I have right. to make myself more sense. presentable when I try it out. If I'm just going to like. What's what's a normal place for me? Uh, I don't even know. Buckeye probably. Yeah, Buckeye like if I'm going yeah. to a bu- like like when we went to Buckeye after the episode, uh, two was it last ago. two oh, weeks ago? Ryan, yeah. Two weeks ago, I was I was in sweats. Like yeah, I don't care. But if I'm going to a place like a new place, like I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, like it's the first time. It looks like a well, like I'm homeless, and, like and, I did at Buckeye. To make it even more complicated. <laughs> Before we make it, it to, was like, yeah. yeah. By the time we left and we, we were done, it was late. after, yeah. yeah. To make it more complicated, if I go to a new place, I almost always make plans to go to a familiar place after, just in case, A, if we don't like the new place, mm-hmm. or even if we do like the new place, we're not used to the vibes and we're like, all right, well, let's go to our usual place to close the night out. So that's something I usually do as well. Teresa, what are your thoughts? Uh, new or do you like uh, a traditional? I, I, I will say I'm, before before I'm done, I will yeah. say that I do love trying new places. Yeah, for especially, sure. Yeah, especially yeah. Uh, since I've moved from Parma. Thank God. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to all my Parma hey, people. Hey, we got some Parma news later. We do have some Parma news, which I'm I'm at that that'll that'll yes. take me back to Parma. Oh, um, I wonder what it is. But as I'm like as I like now live close to like Lakewood and downtown and Ohio City and Tremont, and it's not like a chore to get to those places. I am more apt to go try a new place. Um, but I will say, and this is where the philosophical part comes in, I do have those places where. They were new at one point. I really liked them, and they and just kind of made. I them. threw them into my rotation, so it's yeah. like okay. Well, I was here this week, mm-hmm. so oh, I like this place. Like, and I do that a lot with breweries, honestly. Definitely. Um, like, well, we don't really go to Great Lakes a whole lot, but um, like another place we haven't been to a lot, but it's in the rotation is Saucy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we we usually go there more in the summer. I noticed. Yeah, I I love going to working class. That was one that we started off as a new place, and we kind of made it almost not consistent, but yeah. we went there many times right. after. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there is like that rotation, but I love trying new places. Like I still need to try Barocco. 
Mm. I haven't been there yet. I still need really? to try it. Yeah, there. I haven't yeah, been we there. Should do a night oh, there. it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Heard great things, but I haven't been there. That's good. Teresa, what are your thoughts before you um, close the segment out? I, I agree with Dan. I guess it just depends on my mood. I mean, we don't live in like New York or Chicago where it's like you can. I mean, in New York and Chicago, you will. Statis- like statistically in your lifetime you'll never go to every single bar or restaurant right. in those places isn't, I mean Cleveland isn't even true I'm, that in New York City it's impossible it is yeah I mean I feel like I've lived in Cleveland my whole life I mean minus those four years I was in high yeah. school I lived in the boonies yeah. but I mean and even then I still went you were still in, in, we're in Cleveland every yeah, single yeah, day in the metro so area. I mean like I feel like the years we've been dating, we've gone to almost every. I feel like every single bar in Cleveland we, for the most I part. I would say, but it's I funny mean, though yeah. because it's not that like that. You feel that way, but that's but just not, not true. Right, like, right. I've like ever since we started this podcast, yeah. and we've made it a, we've made it a point to go to these places, like right. try new places yeah. and all that stuff. There's still like always, we always have all like Raleigh in last week yeah. when we, right, when we right. when we reviewed. Like, that's an iconic place in the city. Yeah, never been there. You know what, though? I'm a big lunch girl, and I go, like, I'll go to lunch almost every single day, which you don't even know this, Jordan. I'll spend so much money on lunch. (laughs) Like, I probably spend, like, $100 on lunch every day. And I'll go to, like, Tremont, Ohio City. Every Gordon Square. No, you don't spend $100. When I I worked in Ohio City, I well, now I work in the flats. $100 I only work in cool places. $100 a week. So, a week. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I was like, Not a day. Oh, that's not a day. Oh, my God. No, I meant a week. I meant a week. I meant a week. Were you going to the um, marble room every day? No, she was, I'm at a she was going to Hustler I Club. I spend <laughs> so much money on. They have good food, I heard. I spend so much money on lunch Review? a week. Like an incredible amount of money. No. I feel like in my head, I'm like, oh, I've gone to every single place in Cleveland. But then I'll, like, I'll find something in Tremont. And I'm like, oh, I've actually never been there. So maybe like. Well, there's always rotation. I mean, there's, there's always, always new rotation, places that always, die. Yeah. And, and there's places. so many, I'm, like dive places right. in like Tremont well, I'm also the I, type of person like, that like if I like I went to Riverwood probably every weekend for like a month straight and then I got sick of it and then like now I'm like my whole new thing is like oh I'll go to Plank and Lakewood every yeah, we single week a lot now, yeah. and now like I, I always like have, do you walk like, the plank I do walk to we do walk to plank when it's nice out yes <laughs> I, I have like these things where I'm like oh I'm addicted to go to this place for a while and I'll stop and I'll go to another place and yeah. then you know I yeah. love Tremont so like maybe yeah. I'll go to Tremont yeah. for like weekends in a row it just kind of depends yeah. I mean just we depends. live in Cleveland we live in like a small city but it's right. still like still a cool city I'm I still never I mean I'm not going to Cleveland Heights or the east side ever for the right. most part which is which is honestly but, something that we need to do more of we're a yeah, Cleveland podcast. We're not just a West Side of Cleveland yeah. podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we, we've, we've we've had we've had we've, that that is true. Yeah, we've but we've, we've covered East Side. It's just not as I mean like Goldhorn yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah but yeah. So let's uh, the poll results. This is unfortunate, but as of now, Facebook has removed polls. I don't know <laughs> I did what's. Not know that. I have no idea what's going it on. It just with happened. That. Because yeah, I could I posted the poll yeah, last week. Last and week, yeah. This week I went to do it and we there was can't no option. It, and we googled and it looks like they're gone. So I don't know what's going on with that Facebook. Uh, I know you guys. Yeah, what the heck? Come on, Zuckerberg! I know, I, know, I know you guys spy on everybody. So if yeah. you're hearing this, please yeah. put the poll. Yeah. Uh, but we do have Twitter still. Fifty-three uh, percent. Yeah. Fifty-three percent of y'all said let's that y'all want to go to a place that's familiar. Forty-seven percent said new, so it's roughly split down the middle. And I know there's a lot of leeway between those two halves. Like I voted new, but I frequently go to familiar places. You know what I'm saying? So it just right. it just depends. I, I feel like it's kind of whatever you prefer. But it's about half and half, and I thought that was kind of cool to see that. Um, that means people are supporting 
a lot of local places over and over again and that means people are giving new places a shot so i like those numbers um and that's the poll of the week uh, that leads us into another segment i wanted to talk about which there was uh there's a there's a, a beer and wine magazine i guess that's the best way to put it uh it's from craft beer well it's craft beer it's craftbeer.com is 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 the uh the news organization and they had an article, and this has been the eighth year in a row that they do this, where they say the uh, they have the readers poll, and they say the best beer bars in every state. Hmm. So these are well, they mean craft beer bars, but obviously, I mean every bar is a beer bar if you take craft out of it. But right. so the best craft beer bars in every state. Uh, the 2020 Ohio winner. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. It's called Brew Fontaine. And it's in, huh? oh boy, Bella Fontaine? <gasps> Bella Fontaine. Bella Fontaine. Yes. Bella right. Fontaine. Fontaine. Yes. But it's, it's near Lima. It's, yes. in between, it's in between Columbus and, it's like, uh, it's northwest of Columbus. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this I, place, I know, I know Bella Fontaine actually pretty well from going oh, to okay. BG for school. Oh, yeah. So oh, this yeah. place, so this, this place mm-hmm. called Brew Fontaine must be a really awesome spot. Because it's won, I think, four or five years in a row for Ohio. Wow. Um, and it's got a good mix of an amazing craft beer list and great food. I would love to live in we a should place go. called like Bella Fontaine. You <laughs> know, CSU like so had like ten fancy. people at Cleveland State yeah. when we went that were from there. And I was so like funny. amazed that they yeah. were even from so, um, Sounds so fancy. So, yeah. so Brew Fontaine wins again this year. But that kind of got me thinking, you know, what are the best craft beer centric bars in Cleveland? Because this is a great craft beer city, as in a ton of breweries. But I don't think a lot of us think about bars that are craft beer specific. So I made a list of four that I like. And I would yeah. like to hear if anybody else has any to add. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through the list. Li- the, wow, can't speak. I will go through the list first. Uh, number one for me is Tremont Tap House. I think... If I had to tell an outsider what's the best craft beer bar, I would say it's Tremont Tap House. Yeah, it's got an amazing, um, you know, draft list and just bottle list and just in general uh, amazing options for craft beer, and it's got re- great food too. Like the food is exceptionally yep. good. Um, it's kind of in like a house. I believe at one point it was probably just a house, but it has been turned into you know what you know a what, brewery, uh, so, so or a, a, a bar now. So, so if, if you guys have all well, I don't know if you have because we tried to do watch parties for this movie years ago, but it never we never really ended it. Harry Potter, you seen mm-hmm. Harry, all the Harry Potters? Mm-hmm. Remember Prisoner of Azkaban? Mm-hmm. When at the beginning they're on that bus and they get like they're trying to squeeze into like places and yeah. they get real real skinny. Every time I go to Tremont Tap House, I think of that scene from Harry Potter oh, because because, the, uh, because Tremont Tap House it's yeah. so narrow it's like yeah. real long but it's so narrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean it's uh, Dan. I know. Have you been there, Hannah? Yep. Okay, so it's been a while, but yeah. Liked it? Did you like? Yeah, it? No, I mean, it's, it's really cool for what it is. I think it's yeah. one of the better I spots love, in the city. I so. love Tremont Tap House. Yeah, so great place. Another place that we're all very familiar with, Buckeye Beer Engine. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to make their own beer. They don't anymore. You know what's funny? You know, I have a funny story about. Well, well, here, let me I have let a me funny just, story about Tremont yeah, Tap House. Let me let me run through this list real quick. So Buckeye Beer Engine, uh, very well known for, especially for Lakewood people, mm-hmm. used to make their own beer. They don't anymore, but they have an amazing beer list, um, and they have great food. I love their food. 
Um, it's always a good time when we go there. I mean, I think yeah, I Hannah, <laughs> when we hang out with you, like we almost always go to Buckeye. Well, I mean, I'm biased because it's across the street <laughs> it's like, for me. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's nice to be able to walk to a place that's that quality as far as their right. drinks. Right. And to food. have it be basically a neighborhood bar that's that good. Yes, um, I could eat their mac and cheese bites. Oh, yeah. so good. Best, best in the city. We love the Cuban, so too. Good. The Cuban sandwich is really good. Yeah. Well. Uh, so, yeah, Buckeye's great spot. Um, a new place that we've been to, maybe I have been to maybe three times, and I really like it, is called Sauce Tap Room. This is in downtown Lakewood. I still have not. We, yeah. You know, we went, when was it? Uh, we tried we to go. We all tried to go. Mm. For Light when of Lakewood. We, Light uh, up Lakewood. No, the uh, yeah, the the night we went to the Christmas bar. Yeah, light right. Up but but light up Lakewood yep. was going on at the we same time. We didn't know light up Lakewood was gonna be like there at the time. We, yeah, we and walked then, into Sauce. Yeah, I've never yeah. been there. That was the only time I've been yeah. in there. I've never yeah. actually like. So, oh, there. It's so good. yeah, so Sauce. Th- there's two things that that stick out with Sauce. Number one, the prices are incredible. Most of the cra- uh, the draft craft beers are five bucks. You're gonna you're hard pressed to find a place that charges mm-hmm. that cheap. So that's amazing. Number two. I think I remember counting 25 or 30 taps. Uh-huh. So not only is this bar craft beer centric, but it's not just bottles. Like you're gonna get the you're gonna get a, a keg. You're gonna get the you know you're gonna get a draft. Um, the food I'm gonna say the food's about average. It's cheap and it's well priced and it it hits the spot. Uh, but it doesn't like stick out in any way. But it's a great place. And finally. I picked City Tap because <laughs> so we I, are really doing a top five because you're just listing no, off. No, no, no. I'm listing just the ones that came off Crap the top of my beer. head. Uh, oh. We're all gonna go through. We're gonna add City if you tap. want in a second. Right, so, so City we're all Tap. Do like a t- this is like our top five. You don't have to come up with five. You don't have to. You don't have to come up with five. I'm just saying I came up with five. I came up with five because I wanted to discuss these. Places. You just keep going and going. This is he a, loves I'm beer. Passionate about well, we. We all know this. I know. City Tap, it, Dan, you know this. This originated in mm-hmm. BG, correct? Yep. So they have. Oh, I've been going. I've been going yeah. to City Tap since yeah. you were in diapers. Uh, that's false. Wow. Uh, <laughs> 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 just a few years apart. Um, City Tap has expanded to Cleveland. It's my favorite place before an Indians or anything downtown. City Tap is fantastic. I go here. They always have a three dollar beer of the day. On top of that, they have amazing power hours. They have a great craft beer selection in general, and they have good food. I like the food. Um, so that's City Tap. Those are the those are four I came you, up with. Uh, you would, and we've always talked about doing this. We've always talked about going to BG for a night. Yeah, we do. The need City to do that. Tap and BG with the um, the attic, which is the bar upstairs. Oh, oh my god! You would you would have literally the time of your life. Perfect. I mean, count me in. I love City Tap in Cleveland. So, um, what I want to do is, I wanted to first, real quick, get anyone else's opinion. Is there any other bars we missed that you think are craft beer centric? I and um, then also, real quick, also, what makes a good craft beer bar? So I'll, I'll say I love. I think it needs to be mentioned more than just you mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Tremont Tap House. I good. I, I like really this. don't think yeah. there's. Yeah. I. I also think that uh, Treehouse in Tremont is really good. Never been there, but I've heard really good, really good place. Love Treehouse. Happy Dog. Oh yeah, yeah. good, yeah. For, good no, for that's like a good, that's a good that's that's good. It's a, and I'm not talking down about it. It's a hipster bar, right? So so no, <laughs> no so like is. so like yeah. you find a ton of like those cheap beers right that you don't really find anywhere else which is really cool Mm -hmm. yeah um 
trying to think of anywhere else. Well, you know, oh, that, I mean, that's a place I... that's consistently carried. Um, I love Happy Dog. Three Floyds, which is a, right. one of the yeah. holy grails of craft beer. So. Right. So I know it's not a beer bar, but if we're looking for a selection of craft beer, mm-hmm. one that I think probably goes under the radar as far as our craft beer selection is Town Hall. Yeah. So oh, it's, no, it's not. Yeah. They have a lot of like, yeah. they have, 100%. They have dozens yeah. of craft beer yeah. on tap that rotates. I, I went to Sunday lunch with my parents there a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and my dad, my dad's a big beer guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. He... You know, look, my mom hates it. My mom gets on it all the time. Like, you gonna drink another beer? Shout out, mom. But uh, I can't remember what he got when we were there. But he's like, he was like, I, I've never seen this like anywhere mm-hmm. else in like Cleveland. I can't remember where they just what have it was. such a broad selection. But I and I hate Brussels sprouts. By Ugh. the way, the Brussels sprouts, the Brussels sprouts at so Town good. Hall. Yep, incredible. So good. You can talk all the crap you want yep. about greenhouse. Sorry, it's sorry. Don't compare dreams. All right, dude. Sorry. They're not even like comparable. Don't, don't compare they're them. Not. They're not comparable. <laughs> what? Greenhouse and town hall. They're yeah, not. The Brussels sprouts. No. Okay, no. Brussels sprouts. Okay. All right, we're not doing this debate. Whatever. This yeah. is silly. Yeah. Here's the thing. Go on. Go on. Sorry, I, I know go I'm on. talking on a podcast. I thought I, I went into a personal conversation. Yeah, no, this I is love not it. personal. This is, I'm kind of, on, I'm on. kind of. I do have one place that I don't know if we've mentioned it yet. That's Ooh. my favorite craft beer place in like in Northeast Ohio. I wonder. Okay. Lizardville. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Winky I'm Lizard, dumb. the oh, best. My honestly, the no, best yes, craft beer. No, no, no. So Jordan and I go out of town specifically to go drink. Multiple times. That's a lot. I mean, and visit friends. friends, But but we really love going to breweries. Don't cop out. No, we visit friends to drink. Right. But we love going to breweries (laughs) in different states. We love it. And Lizardville is the only place I think we've ever been to that has every single state's beer. It's amazing. I want everyone to go to it. It's incredible. If you had to pick, I think Lizardville has the absolute, like on paper, best. Uh, you know, lineup of craft what beer. Is, right. What is the bar in the flats that has such a huge selection as well? And beer Oh, Beerhead. 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 There's also one in Avery. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think mean, their food is good. What was it? What was the beer that you posted uh, when Target, you were in Uh Little Iowa shout out. Yeah, yeah. So Toppling Goliath, and this is not just me. Like this, they are one of the highest rated craft breweries in the world. Like in the in the U.S. at least, you know, right? That's where the craft beer all is, and. Um, they are one of my. They have some of my favorite beers, including Pseudo Sue, which is a pale yep. ale, uh, and Pompeii, which is one of their IPAs. Hey Jordan, how's the pale ale? It's delicious. Um, but anyways, Toppling Goliath. They're based out of De- I, th- ooh, I think it's Decora, Iowa, but it's a smaller town in Iowa. They're like incredible. And usually, I only drink this when I visit my buddy Greg when we go to Chicago. Last year we went to Milwaukee. Long story short, there it's available in those that part of the country. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it in Cleveland yet, except this month, well, February, last month, it finally made it to Cleveland, and Lizardville was one of the first places that had it, and I got to have it a few days ago, or a week ago, in, in Lizardville. That's so, like, cool. it's one of those places where you can find a beer like that, you yeah. know? Like, an Iowa beer. Like, I don't, there's no Iowa beers in Cleveland, but you can get it in Lizardville. Right. I mean, I am obs- I love sours. It's my favorite type of beer, yeah. and I feel oh, they like have a lot they of sours. have Funkin' Shit. Shout inc- out! Yes. Oh yeah. They definitely. have the most incredible sour 
collection I've ever like seen, at least in like Cleveland, just in Cleveland. I yeah. mean, they have so many they sours. Do. They have an excellent. They have every Christmas ale you'll ever imagine in Ohio. They have. We're talking every... about Lizardville still. Right? Lizardville, yes. yeah. Okay. They have walls of craft beer, and it's they'll incredible. Those, and like... you can just take it from the yeah. wall, and... and then they go cool yeah. it down for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, it it's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think we have to explain that. It's like you go to a basement full of beer. You pick your beer off mm-hmm. the wall, you give it to them, yeah. they cool it down and I don't know what they do, some method, yeah. and then they pour it for you. So yeah, it's, it's, so, cool. it's so fun. Yeah. It's like you're shopping, but yet you can go have right. them pour it and you feel right. like you're get, still getting that treatment yeah. like you're at a restaurant. And they have so. the same exact food as Yeah, upstairs. same food menu as, as Winking Lizard. So. And the same deals and it's, for me, it's the best craft yeah. beer selection in, in yeah. at least Northeast no, Ohio. I think, I think that's accurate. I yeah, don't think there's a place that has more. No. They, they have about 750 to 800 at a get, yeah. any given time. I mean, so. I had this, like, Jordan made fun of me. It was, like, this black charcoal black. sea salt peach sour. And black. it was the most incredible thing I've ever had, sour-wise. So and it was it was so good. Hannah, I feel like you'd love it. It was really good. And I've only Try seen it. it in Lizardville. Do you really? Do you really feel like she'd love it? I love Hannah, and I know exactly what she likes. Oh, so. I would agree with that. Are you sure you know exactly what she likes? Yes, beer wise, absolutely. Okay. All everything wise, yeah. yeah so Teresa um, knows me exactly. So we've never been there, but again, Brew Fontaine won that. the best craft beer bar according to the readers and according to craftbeer.com. Uh, give the bubbly. Oh give the article a check. Um, I have lived we'll in... We'll post it. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. I have lived in several states, and it was fun to look... I didn't really recognize any other ones. Yeah, we need to go to Lizardville, because I want to try that beer yeah. that you... Oh, no, Lizardville's a that must. Posted. That definitely is the thing we should do very And it's soon. like, especially now that you live in Lakewood, like, it's literally five minutes yeah, from... five There's five four minutes. people here. Yeah. It's less than five minutes from, from all of us. All yeah. of us. Yeah, and they... I, I talked to the guy at the bartender, and he said, this beer sells out, like... Day like within the day when we get it in. Were you shocked? So, when, like, oh, I was like, blown, no, I was like, blown so away. you were like looking at the menu. Yeah. And you're like, what? No, the not heck? the menu. I was walking around. Have yeah. you been there yet? I, I, like, it's so like, it's like a cellar. So you so walk here's it. So I yeah. the, that one in Lakewood. I the last time I was in the Lizardville was years ago. Um, so when my buddy, uh, shout out Matt Steigerwald comes up. Uh, we went to high school together. He went to Ohio State. Uh, Oh. Uh, he lives in Orlando. He works for SpaceX. Oh, yeah. Which is owned by yeah. Elon Musk, yeah. Tesla, whatever. Um, when he comes up, his wife is from Akron. So when they come up to visit Cleveland, they stay in Akron. Okay. So usually the easiest way for us to meet up is to go to the Winking Lizard in Fairlawn. Mm-hmm. So we went to the Winking Lizard in Fairlawn for the Ohio State Clemson playoff game. So that's the last time I was at mm-hmm. a Winking Lizard. And uh, their Lizardville, it's similar. It's just not in a basement. It's in like a separate right. like room or whatever. But it's the same deal. Same right? like, like if you want one of the beers yeah, there, so like they the chill idea. it, they, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And to answer your question, yeah, when I saw it, I think I literally was like, oh, wow. And, I said, and, and like some dude next to me was like, well, what you find or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, it's Toppling Goliath. And he was, he, he knew it. Yeah. And he was like, no way. He's like, I had no idea. And like me and this rando were just like going on. Oh yeah, Toppling Goliath, blah, blah, blah. It was really cool. Sure, thing. you were just yeah. like that. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah, was what like, up, yeah you know, Toppling Goliath. <laughs> what up, bro? Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And then the bartenders there are awesome, man. If you if you can't find something or if, if you're like, hey, I see you have this brewery, but I don't see the one I like, 
they'll like they'll be like all right let's see if we can find it or find something close like they're amazing like those people know what they're talking about yeah yeah so i thought that'd be a fun discussion uh again we'll post that article cool if you've been to brew fontaine please let us know because this place sounds amazing i mean it's won like four or five years in a row yeah we'll go Hey, if you guys want to go to BG, we can go there. Too. I actually do. Oh. I do 100%. Don't say to. that. What is wrong with oh. you? I do want to go to BG. That'd be fun. You have no idea how oh, you're much fun you would Teresa. have there. I thought you were talking you, to me. I no, like, because she said, Ugh. You have no. You love dive bars. I, I do. I do. You have no bars. idea yeah. how much fun you would have there. I do. Broadhouse, we'd start the night having three legal joints. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. It's my kind of It'd night. be like six bucks. <laughs> Okay. And then we go to City Tap, uh, Attic. The OG, this sounds like a summer trip. Maybe so we'll do a summer so trip BG has a club that's made out of an old Skyline Chili. Well, I cannot go to a club. So 149. Well, it's not. Of the lights. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, so we won't we go there. Go, but we can go to every single dive bar oh. in BG. And you I'd have be no so idea happy. how much fun that would be. I would like. If it's dive bars, I'm always. Next down. hockey season, we'll go to a hockey game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A college hockey game. Perfect. And then we go to all the bars and beach. Down. I'm down then. Yeah. Okay. It's the most you it's the me. it's the most beer it's the most bars per capita in like a mile radius in the country. You sold me at beer, so <laughs> I'm totally Legal down. joints. Legal Teresa. yeah, you sold me at legal joints. Legal joints. <laughs> it's like it's like orange juice, grapefruit juice, and like four of the trashiest vodkas you can think of. Oh my god. You know, when I was at Cleveland State... For like I, two bucks. I lived on Kamchata. When people come Kamcha- to my dorm room, oh, oh I would be like, oh, god. do you want Kamchata? Because that's the only thing Harry I have Buffalo? in my fridge. Yep. Huh. I'm... Oh. oh god. Sorry. I'm I a just, lot classier I'm re- now, but... You are, know, are you? Early 20 Teresa so was not. A little bit. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm somewhat established. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Sorry, weird sidebar. Yeah. Um, if you haven't noticed already, I've had a few, and so uh, these sidebars are very frequent tonight because I, I don't know where we are. Jordan, rein me in. Come on. Okay. All right. Uh, bring in down. No, no. You know what we need to do next? What do we need to do? What is going on? What are you doing? Ad. Let's, uh, so we're a Cleveland podcast, right? We are. We are. There's a TV show oh, that's made, that's going on. <gasps> That 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 had an episode that was all about Cleveland. <laughs> you saw it, of course right? I, did. I know you saw of it, of course. And I watched it because I was doing podcast. Re- we we're supposed to I talk. I love about- how you pretend you were doing it for research, but you've watched every episode since. Then. No, 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 let me finish. I'm sorry, go ahead. That episode I did for podcast research, I have watched it pretty much every episode since every, the last one no 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 the last one i watched the ceremony and then i i, I went and watched wrestling uh-huh. because i'm a wrestling nerd that doesn't make it any better <clears throat> no it does uh shout you out andy sakura to fake no well <laughs> hey hey at least you're willing to acknowledge that oh i'm 100 i know a lot of it's staged but relationships are real so let's okay so we're gonna talk about some bachelor tonight all of our oh. lady listeners, which there's probably like four of them. Me and Teresa. Two of them yeah. are in the room yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about some <laughs> Bachelors. So we're down to what? The fi- final two? Final two. Right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, what did we think of the, since we're a Cleveland podcast, what did we think of the Cleveland episode Oh, of you haven't talked about the Cleveland episode no. at all? No. Oh. Not at all. Oh, I would, because, because, I have here we some go. thoughts then. 
Yes. I'm no. Ready. That. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So what I'll are we? So uh, the first thing that I want to talk about was how ridiculous the pierogi stand thing was. Right. That's the thing that everybody talks about from that episode. For me, I do not know why everyone's discussing the pierogi when their dinner wasn't arguably the dustiest building in Wait, where do they have dinner at? City Hall. Yeah. It has not been renovated since, what, the 90s, early 2000s. But what did they... There's not even... What did they eat there, though? I I honestly, in my... I really believe they ate nothing. It was just for show because, Mm -hmm. like, it's City Hall. It looks aesthetically (sighs) pretty. Yeah. But that place, City Hall, here's the thing. I work in construction... I go there all the time. Yep. It's disgusting inside. Mm-hmm. It's dusty. The walls are falling apart. You know, Cleveland Hall, get your act together when yeah. it comes to renovating that, please. It's. I don't even know why they went there. Also, it was in Sandusky half the episode. See your point, that's right? Not which, which is ridiculous. That's I agree. I, I, I think that's stupid. It. That that was also, like also Chase Rice. We get it. You want to promote your uh, new album. But <laughs> are we allowed to talk about Chase Rice what? in this podcast? No. Within reason. Within reason. <laughs> that's my reason. Here's the thing. I do like. I do. Actually, I'm a Victoria. I do like Victoria. F. No, I you don't. No, I do. No, I you think, don't. No, here's. I think she's so pretty. I cannot help. But I will. Her. She's listen, beautiful. I, listen, I, I. I will agree think with she you. She is so pretty. A hundred percent. I will agree with you. She's also. A cycle. Here's the thing. I really liked what was her name that started with the M that left the show. McKenna? The one that cried all the time? No. She left the show because he like did Well, Madison is still there. Oh, maybe. I don't know then. But there was... It was... Okay, Victoria, honestly, she's my favorite right now. I know. She's gone. Whatever. But... Because she's a psycho and Pete just wanted to sleep with her. I mean... I don't blame that's him. That's literally she's what it pretty. is. pretty. I don't blame him. I don't think that's Yeah, but they're true. all pretty. Well, that's the point. They need at least... So you want them to get ugly? No. Oh, here... Honestly, I don't know. But either way, the Cleveland episode was such a bust. It really was. I mean... It actually kind of was. It was the, the only thing that, wasn't real. Yeah, the only Sandusky, thing that I really liked no. was um, the fact that they did... Uh, a majority of it at the um, the windows on the river. Right. Yeah. Which oh, I think that, was that's good. A good. That's a good spot. Yeah. Good Which is show. and then the the date ended up on the Nautica. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which <laughs> humble brag, humble shout out. Our oh sales gosh. meetings at Pioneer this summer were at Windows on the River, and then we did a trip on the Nautica. Oh, cool. So obviously the Bachelor did their research. Of on, course. You know, companies that yeah, do no. good. You know, I mean, right. here's the thing though. <clears throat> I mean, Cleveland's not. A huge city. So no. uh, Cedar Point's popular, so they're going to go to the most popular. Yeah. I just think no, it's silly that there's so many awesome places now in Cleveland that you could have done. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's, but it's also, food-wise? it's also different, like, for us, like, we we live here on a daily basis. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going off of, like, what researchers tell them. Like, people, right. like, researchers that don't even live here tell them, like, where to yeah. go. Get when it. Cedar Point, everybody know like, everybody across the country knows Cedar Point is, like, the top amusement park in the country right 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 i mean either way it was kind of cool that cleveland was even a shout out at a, yeah. for a really popular show so i do give it that it was cool hannah, that cleveland was a shout out hannah you said you had some thoughts well about the cleveland episode sure. specifically well, well, in, or in all general, everything in general um, the i mean floor I, is yours i agree 
I think part of it is just we know like the cool and not as cool parts of yeah. Cleveland. So if we were to plan dates in Cleveland, that's obviously not how it right. would have gone. Right. Um, like if, if like if they wanted pierogies, why didn't they go to Sokolowski's? Oh yes. True. Yeah. But that's not like a bachelor type like place. Right. It's, it's not, not like, like aesthetically pretty yeah. to go to. Yeah. Or cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, it's just cool to be featured at all. Right. Um, Cedar Point, I mean, I get it because that's obviously a draw for people across the country, even though it's not technically Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chase Rice thing, I mean, it's just, it's the producers doing everyone. <gasps> right. It's the pers- they're doing everyone dirty. Right. And it was fantastic. I mean, if you're a producer on a show, <laughs> like, it's... So, when we say doing everybody dirty... Like, it's just, Literally everybody. Like, right. from what I understand, Chase Rice didn't know about it, that she was the girl there. Right. She obviously didn't know. I mean, you, I can see it happening. She applies for the show. She mentions she dated Chase Rice. And the producers right. are like, yep, like, we're going to get Chase Rice on the show. But you have an album coming out, which I was like... Oh, for him, it's he... Ironic that you oh, promote your album... That's how everyone is that goes on right. the show, though. Right. right. I mean that that's a that's a pre-negotiated like Of course, yeah. yeah. Yes, as soon as they knew she ha- they had yeah. her, that was a done deal. Um This I- is n- this, by the way, this is not a Chase Rice podcast. This is not. Shout it's out. Not. Shout no. out. I, I don't even know if she would listen to this, but shout out to yes. Victoria. No. No, you don't even know what we're talking about. But shout out uh this is not a Chase Rice podcast. No. We're not a Chase Rice supporting no. podcast. Nope. Oh, we don't support Chase. Rice. Um anyways, we do not. We would never get him as a guest on the podcast, so I'm fairly confident and being okay with saying we do not support him. True. Um, but no, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's cool right. to be on there. I mean, a lot of people made fun of it with the girls' reactions. I thought that <laughs> Cleveland ended up looking good with, like, the skyline and what they right. showed of the city. <laughs> it's a rock and roll hall of fame that always gets yeah, shown. I, and, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed in what they decided, but... it. Again, they're not Clevelanders. They don't. Right. They would. I would have obviously done it differently. Right. But Speaking of girls' reactions, do we think Peter is buttery flaky? What do you mean by that? I don't know what you mean by that. No. She knows what I'm talking I about. I don't. What do you mean? She knows what I'm talking. So it was. It was in one of the early episodes. I only know this because the uh, <clears throat> the radio show that I listen to, the sports radio show I listen to, one of the co-hosts watches every episode of the oh. show. And uh, they have a sound drop from one of the first episodes of one of the girls. They were talking about, like, it was their first impressions of The Bachelor, Pete, Pilot Pete, or whatever. And she said in, like, that that flexion voice that a lot of girls have, like, oh, he's buttery flaky. Like, like some, like weird. Like, talking okay. about him, like, I don't know. That's why I asked it. What, okay, but what do you mean by buttery, buttery Like, when you look flaky. at Pete, like, is he, I don't know, ask is he like... Oh, is he like good looking? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Objectively, Pete's good looking. For me, just not my type. Okay. Just not my that. type. Is would I go for Pete? Would I like if I, I mean, saw objectively, Pete, I'm a guy, and I'll right. say he's good looking. I mean, if I saw like, he's not Pete bad downtown looking. or like anywhere, I'd be like naive. I would be like, yeah, he's all right. Yeah. But that's just my pre- preference. But like objectively, yes, he's a very good looking man. Also, but he's a, you, he's a pilot. You, that's. Objectively hot, you know, not even objective. But then you hear, like, it was, it was funny. It was funny. Like somebody posted a picture of Pete at the beginning of the episode, where like he didn't have the scar on his forehead and he wasn't like crying, right? Like like, he was like smiling, whatever. They're like Pete uh, at the start of the show and Pete now, Mm -hmm. and they're like, 
So I, we're gonna disagree on this. I already know because we've already had this conversation. But I liked Peter from the last season. I didn't watch the last and season, so, so I don't know. I've been a fan of his, yeah. so I. Went, I've only I've watched. Uh, th- well, this season I've watched. Okay, I'll admit I've watched three episodes. I watched the Cleveland episode. I've also watched three episodes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would love to see. A so guy. Oh, the only the only thing I know from Peter from the last season is Windmill Pete. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah. The fact that he, he I, yeah, him and Hannah, what's her name? Hannah B. Whatever. B. Brown. Yeah. Hannah B. went went to town for a, yeah. a good long while. Um, I mean, I liked him from the last season, and that's who I wanted her to choose. So yeah. I was excited. I mean, like I like him. Yeah. He's. I think he's a sweet guy. Um, and I'm. Mm, we're not. He probably is in real life. See, here, my whole thing is I'm not a fan of, like, cookie-cutter-looking men. Obviously. I mean, I, like... Wow. I mean, I want... No, I love... I would love to see The Bachelor do, like, a scruffy man who's, like... Well, The Bachelor definitely has diversity issues. They do. Especially in the leads. Agreed. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I love... I mean, I don't even know. But every Bachelor... Looks pretty similar. They're clean cut. Mm-hmm. So did you watch Wait. last week? I no. I didn't. okay. So one of the things that's worth mentioning. So the Bachelor did, which ge- generally is kind of just a yell fest, but they do like their women tell all like reunion type okay. episode. But one of the really interesting things they did was they had Rachel come on, who was the only African American like Bachelor or Bachelorette oh. who's ever been on the show, and to talk about online bullying. Mm. Okay. And they put up. DMs that people had sent the contestants from this year, mm-hmm. and they were horrific. They were like, "Kill yourself," calling oh them like, the N words, calling them like they. So Sydney, one of the girls on the show, yeah. is half black and half Mexican, and someone DM'd her and said, "No one wants to hear from a half N word, half Mexican. You should Jeez. just go kill yourself." So like, yeah. it was a really interesting thing because like we can sit here and like make fun of it and it's drama Ooh, and it's entertainment, right. but like. Behind the computer screen, people are actually so mean to these people in real life. Oh. And, like, yeah, they're annoying or they're obnoxious, they're, they're this or that. But, like, to see the messages these people have been getting and how mm-hmm. people have talked to them is so disturbing. And so it was actually really kind of, like, sobering because, yes, it's a reality show and some of it's staged and some of it's fake. But, like, the way these people are actually being treated is yeah. really sad. Like, these are real people, you know, right. who go right. on this show and give up, you know, either their jobs or their lives or they don't have access to their phones. And right. then for them to come back from this experience and be treated that way is, like, actually really Perfect. messed up. Yeah. yeah. So that was actually really a neat thing that The Bachelor did this year. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, this is all fun and games, but yeah. these are real people. Yeah. And well, we can't I, just treat them as, like, yeah. entertainment. I mean, I hope there's more diversity in every dating show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of dating shows on, I mean, on regular TV and Netflix or whatever, whatever have you, it's always like these heterosexual, usually white people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just, there's literally no diversity. And if there is, yeah. people are like, oh my God, like, good for you. Like, you yeah. decided to date this person. It's like, well, that doesn't... Did you see who they picked as the next, bas- next Bachelorette? I, I did, yeah. She's 38, this, which I love. She's who 38. is that? Her name's Claire. Who is she? But here's the thing, though. She, she's, she's from a past season. She's still a blonde okay. white girl. She is. I right. just love that they're, it's but not it's like, like 25 it year is, Right, exactly. Yeah. It is, which it, is crazy because it's, I mean, 25 is younger than us. So, like, mm-hmm. it's just... 
I don't even know where they find these people. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's just it, it what sells, and it's what sells for like the majority of people. Like, right. Like at, at the end of the day, they're looking to make them the most money that they can possible. So right. they're going to appease the amount, like the demographic that would watch right. the show more than anything else. Right. It sucks that that's how it is, but yeah. It. I wonder if one day though they'll just have like. I mean, if like, like I wonder if they'll have like a non-binary or like if a girl comes on that like you know is obviously like a bisexual if they well they did on bachelor in paradise did they i see mm-hmm. i've never seen that yeah they did anyways yeah. all right so who's gonna win who's gonna win madison. so we're down we're down to two right Hopefully. we're down to hannah ann and Ugh. it's madison. Madison. madison madison he's in love with her you could just tell yeah. her how scared he was. Well, okay, so here's yeah. here's where me and Hannah get into an argument because it doesn't matter because I'm right and I don't want to hear <laughs> it. Again. All right, I think he's gonna pick Hannah Ann. I think he's gonna pick Madison. Because, I do. Because he's no, so... here, no. Here's here's what I think is gonna happen. Here's what I think is gonna happen. I think Madison's gonna walk. No, really? Is mm-hmm. why? I think. I think. I think Madison came back, wrongly came back. I think she should have stuck with her convictions. Ugh. I actually, up until this okay. last, up until this last episode and the few that I've watched, I act like, like when she told Peter, like, if you sleep with those other two girls, like, I right. can't keep them. See, her, I, I no, good, good for, good for her. But when she came back, I'm like, I can't have any sympathy for you. Like, no. you can't tell him to do that. He does it, and then you still go back to him. Like I mean, at that point, Instagram you lose likes. all sympathy. I don't know what I mean. Well, I know, but but I like I, I I think I think she's going to uh, end up walking, and I think he's going to pick Hannah Ann. Okay. I disagree with this so much. Here's the thing: we know what he did last season, and we know what's implied every single year. And yeah. when she pulled him aside after that rose, sex, when she pulled him <laughs> aside after that rose ceremony, she did not explicitly say something. She kind of beat around the bush and right. wanted him to figure out what she was trying to say. She did not say, if you do this, then this, until after the fact. Yeah. And it was already done. Right. And you know his history. You know the show. You came on here knowing full well what the show is like. Sure. I don't have sympathy for that situation. I right. just don't. I'm not saying that she's wrong. I like I applaud her morals. But you yeah. did not go to him and say... Don't do this right. in black and white. You didn't do that. You kind of hinted at it and hoped he got it, but he didn't. Right. And then you said after the I, fact, "Well, if you did this, then it's too late." This like is that, that's, that's not how it works. This is like this. So this is my whole this is my whole thing for how this show works. And I don't watch this show very much, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, like you. So I, I I'm applying. So this is probably where I'm wrong on this because I apply this to everyday life with normal it's, people. But it's not everyday life. I agree. That's why I'm saying I'm probably wrong with this. You are wrong. But like you can't you can't tell somebody like which Peter did before he before the fan fantasy whatever sweet thing. Yeah. Say tell tell Madison I'm falling in love with you. You can't like say I'm falling in love with you. Then go sleep with two other girls, and then a week later say, "Hey, I want to pick you. I want you." Well, to marry that's the thing me. with these shows. You date twenty but I, but I get people. Like, no, but I get like, it. That, I, that's why. That's why. So conf- it, that's the whole why, thing is just a mess no, up. I do believe that in this in this fabricated situation, and I know people aren't going to agree with me on this, but in this fabricated situation where you are dating more than one person like this, it is possible to love more than one person at the same time. I, Disagree. Because you are dating and in this life with these people that you care about, and it is a, a fake 
simulated situation and you have feelings for more than one person. And I think it's possible because this isn't real life. And it's confusing and it's overwhelming okay, and you have fair. emotions for more than one person. And I, do I think it's morally a good so idea? That, no. However, people have been in these situations and there's like eight bachelor couples I can name off the top of my head that are still together. So in some weird way, it works. I'm not saying it's real life or that it's even like rational. Yeah. But I think in these situations that they're in, you care about more than one person at the same time. Okay. Can you can care that. about more than one person at the same time. I think it's possible to think that you're in love with more than one person. In these, in these in four such a short situations. Amount of time, yes. Yeah. When you have to pick someone in like however many months. Yes. Yeah, of course you're going to be like, well, I guess I do. You love might not you. really I mean, be in love, right. but you, th- you can feel like it's you're just, in love with more than right, one person. Right. I guess, see, for me, because like I said, I haven't watched the show enough. Like, for me, I'll never. I, I don't ever think I'll be in the situation where, like, well, I hope I'm not in a situation where I'm dating more than one person at the same time. That's and like, exhausting, yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting dating one person at the same time. But, uh... True. <clears throat> I want to I, I date multiple people at the same time. Oh, Whoa! Okay. I, feel like Whoa! I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like it'd be fun. Whoa! He doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. I'm already against Whoa. it. <laughs> Alright, we've been talking about yes. this for too long. All right, so uh, for all of our listeners who do watch The Bachelor, which is probably like three of them. Madison. Uh, I, so Madison, for sure. Madison, Madison, Madison yeah. I think Hannah Ann. He loves her. He was so scared she was going to say no. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to have the choice. I think he wants to have Madison. I think Madison's going to walk away. I think Madison's going to realize that she should have walked no, away. No, I don't think so. I think so. Madison realizes that she should have walked away. She should have stayed. So she did. Technically, she did walk away, but then yeah. she came back. I think she's going to realize that, hey. Mostly anything. She wants those Instagram followers. She's going to stay. She She probably already got like 20,000 more from it. uh, She's got uh, damn. You think I don't do research when I do this podcast? Oh, my goodness. She's got damn near a million Instagram followers. I mean, makes sense. I think she's going to walk away, and I think he's going to pick Hannah Ann. And I, then she's going to be the next Bachelor in like three seasons from now. Did oh, you probably. hear about the rumor of what happens? Oh, he dates a producer. I heard that a producer. Uh, you See, know, yeah, I've heard, I've heard everything from people have seen him with Hannah Ann to like he's dating a producer. Like to, that's why I, I don't think we'll it, that's see. why I don't think it's going to be Madison. I think she's going to walk away because there was that whole there was that whole thing like like he was with his parents or whatever, and they're like. Don't his mom was like, don't let her walk away. It's Madison. I'm telling right. you. I'm telling you, she's gonna walk oh, no. away. And then he goes I'm and gets her, and then it's. I don't think so. I think Hannah Ann's gonna win. Anyway, we'll see. All right, so that was your bachelor update for yeah. the <laughs> The first and only time we'll ever do this. But we wanted to get a little update because there was an episode in Cleveland. There was, yeah. And uh, Jordan, you awake over there? I am. Okay. He cool. loves Bachelor. He's no. a Bachelor freak. Look at him. He's. So ecstatic right now. All right. Uh, so getting on to uh, some other stuff. Uh, before we wind down the episode, I kind of wanted to talk about the Indians real quick. Uh, Hannah's a big Indians fan. It's the only team worth talking about right uh, now. Teresa used to work for the Indians. Yes. Uh, let's talk about this real quick. Opening day. Uh, opening day usually sells out in about 10 minutes. Yeah. We are on, I think, like day nine. Opening day mm-hmm. is still not sold out. Yeah. Thoughts? It's too early. Too the game's really cool. too early. Everyone knows it's going to be 40 degrees outside. Yeah, but... It's never stopped them before, though. It'll stop me. 
I have no interest. It's been Ugh. too cold. Other opening day. I'm going to opening day. So I'm going to opening day. The worst is too early. And I heard on the radio that it's overlapping a bunch of spring breaks, and so families are vacationing. I mean, I'll be out of town that day, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's, it's really, on a lot of spring yeah. breaks, and a lot of families are out of town on vacation. See, yeah. I think it has more to do with the fact that uh, the Indians fans are fed up with the owner being complete cheapskates and are not patronizing the team anymore. I agree with that. I mean, I'm sure that has somewhat to do, like something to do with it, but that's not new. Enjoy him. Oh. That's, <laughs> that's still not new. No, I know. But... Even when the Indians cut payroll last year, their payroll was still at like $110 million. I mean, I think probably more, it has more to do with their disappointing end of the season. Their payroll year. their payroll this year is eighty. right now is $84 million. That is 25th in the MLB. Yeah. Out of third... How many teams are in MLB, Jordan? Like, do you know? Uh, 30. Or no, it's like 30. 32? 29? 29? 30? Is it 29? Okay. All right. So 20, 25th out of 29. So... For a team that, literally, I'm not, like, just throwing a guess out there, literally has the best record of any American League team over the last six years, even the the Astros. Boo. We can't. Is that yeah. possible? Yeah. No, yeah. it is possible. Over the last... The Astros like... have only been good for, like, three yeah, years. Like literally three years. Yeah. The Indians have been good for six years. They just, they went to the World Series once and lost. I just think it's a combination. I think it's the letdown of how they've finished the last couple years. People are getting frustrated. It's obviously the payroll issue. A lot yeah. of big names that people care about are gone, like Kluber. I mean, he drew Brantley. And then... We still got Frankie, though. We that have to early, enjoy him. That early game, man. No <laughs> well, one wants to go to a baseball game in March. Not, not not in Cleveland. Not north of the Mason Dixon line. No. no, see, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think people will go. I people think love people love baseball. Day. No, I Pe- agree, people, but that's like, why it's not people, selling out. The baseball, the baseball is almost like a cult. Like people will care more about baseball. I'm more so. I, I, I don't. The weather thing, I don't really buy. The, I buy more so the fact that. Uh, fans are finally are absolutely I, I agree fed with up Dan. with it. It's a P, it's a PR thing. I agree. Else. I agree with because Dan. it's not only it's not only the owner of the Indians. Uh, it's not only the Indians aren't spending money. It's right. just they're literally they are literally taunting the fans every right. time they speak in public, right. saying enjoy him, right. saying yeah. stuff at the Cleveland uh, Greater Cleveland Sports Commission about. Uh, I know, I know, I'm gonna enjoy him. I don't know about everybody else, right. like right. the fans think, talking about think, how 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 fans who buy sweets are the real fans of baseball, which is right. Which is excuse terrible. my lip. No, I'm not gonna say it, but it's freaking ridiculous. Right. Uh, Our, the Indians no, owner I, is so tone deaf, right. and so PR inept. I, that I think that is more of a more of a I, I agree uh, with Dan. cause than anything else. I agree, with Dan. You look back to the year when they went to the World Series. That alone sparked a, 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 a you know a frenzy in, in the yeah. fanhood, and as it should, that's you you, you succeed, even if you didn't win, you still you got to that Let's put it part. This way. Let's put it well, this way. you got to that part. That will bring fans, and then they invested in Edwin, and they invested yeah. in a few other you know, and it looked really positive for a few years there, and then in the last two years they've been like, ah, oh, all that stuff we did, all that success we had, yeah, screw it. 
we're gonna sell off all these lovable players. I mean, how many like mm-hmm. fan favorites have they sold? And I get it, like, they, like it's it's business. It's not like, oh, well, who right. do the fans like? You know, like, but but some of it is stupid. Yeah. Like you're selling players oh, that are legitimately good. It's legitimately like, why stupid. are you getting rid of these people? Like they're not. It's not like okay, well, he was a fan favorite, but he was trash. Like this is not like Delavadova. Like he was a fan favorite, but really, you know, you could live without him. Like these are they're getting rid of guys that are like. No, why would you get rid of? That I mean, guy? was Kipnis really like a, a central player? No, I'm not talking no, about Kipnis. I'm talking about Brantley. Kluber. Brantley so they traded Brantley. 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 Yeah. I'm talking about Brantley. They let no, I know. I agree with yeah. They let yeah, Brantley walk. Brantley they traded, was awful. That they traded Kluber for nothing. Yeah, they got nothing for him. Yeah. Like even even the 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 prospect pitcher that they got for him right. that they're really excited. He's hurt. He's gonna right. miss the he's gonna miss the first half of the season. Um, they traded Kluber. They traded Jan Gomes for nothing. Right. And why did they do that? Well. The the prospect they got from the Nationals, we might he might be pretty good in a year a year or so. But what I'm saying, like, it was essentially a salary dump that they didn't need to do. We we mentioned Brantley. Mm-hmm. Uh Kipnis Bauer, they trade although Well, I kinda think the return for Bauer I, wasn't that bad. No, got, I know, but I'm saying if we're listing fan yeah. favorites. No, you're right, yeah, Bauer. you're right. No, yeah, you're right. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And uh shout out for Trevor Bauer for basically being right on everything. I love Trevor. But anyway, that's he's not. That's not, this isn't a Houston podcast. Come He's a loser. on, guys. He's literally the uh, reason why uh, you... No. No one should like her about Ram Glean. He's literally the reason why you guys lost the World Series. He uh, ruined the lineup because of his stupid drone delay actually ruined the World no, Series. That's no, literally not true. That's, that's no, his, 100% no. Him getting injured with his stupid drone incident ruined the lineup no, and put Kluber not. on short rest that's multiple times. Not. Okay. I love how Jordan okay, just like Jordan. researches ways to like trash on Trevor. Oh, Bauer. absolutely. No, when, it's when, true. He, when he was right about when he was does. right about the Astro cheating. It's literally anyway, true. This is not it's an Astro. Oh, this is not true. a Houston podcast. It is look up anybody. This guy this guy this guy you you, you could Trevor ask him you could ask him you could ask him literally anything else Trevor, about the Indians. Okay, I'm sorry. But he'll know everything no, about Trevor no, Bauer because true. he hates him. No, that's not true. Shaw also messed up in in games. You don't even know the guy's first you don't even know Shaw's first name. No, nope. it's not Charlie Shaw. <laughs> I wanted to so bad to see if you would buy that. I know who Shaw is. I don't we remember his first Charlie name, Shaw. but I know who Shaw is. He's the guy who was the one who screwed it up. He's, he gave up the two runs in Game Seven. Okay, here's the okay. Here's the thing, though. We're done talking about this because you're gonna get so heated. Yeah, no, here's the thing. I'm just Trevor Bauer, Cleveland Indians. Okay, they're gonna. The, no, I was agreeing with Jacob's Dan. Field, or, I was agreeing with Dan. I think this is a. a I think this is a reaction to. The, pl- the the fans being frustrated with what the owners yeah. have done the last two years. You weren't seeing this when they were investing in Edwin and yep. when they did things oh, like yeah. that and when they were trying to actually win. Now they're clear like, oh well, we're giving up. And I don't want. And I don't to, know why they're doing that. And I don't want them no to cry reason. poor. I don't want yeah. them. So they put out this BS crap, this BS reports about how oh we're negotiating with Lindor. Like bull crap. Right. You're not negotiating with Lindor. You're gonna put out there that. That you you offered him some contract, which is a ridiculous contract that you know he's going to turn down, and right. you're going to say, "Oh, we made an honest attempt at blah blah blah," and then you say, <laughs> "Then you're like, well, we could we could actually sign him, but then we can't build around him, which is bullcrap." The Indians are just cheap, and they don't want to spend money. They could sign Frankie Lindor today and add fifteen million dollars to their payroll, and it would still be twenty million dollars less than what last year's payroll is. It's bullcrap how they talk about how they can't sign Frankie Lindor, and they put this narrative out out there about how they cry poor about how, and they blame it on the fans, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. The one thing that the Browns are the most inept franchise by far in Cleveland, 
But the one thing I won't put on them is their owner never blames the fans. Oh, the Indians owner the blames yeah. the fans yeah. at yeah. every single yeah. turn. Yeah. And saying, right. oh, we can, our, you know, people will come out to the games more and buy tickets and come out more to games and we would have better attendance. We'd be able to, no, it's well, bullcrap. If you can't afford to put a competitive, uh, competitive team on the field, sell the damn team to somebody who can and just get out of the damn city. I don't want to hear like, oh, we're from Cleveland, we love the Indians, like we're a family-owned like organization. Right. I don't care that uh, you're a family-owned organization and that you treat your employees well or whatever, which I know you can get into all that. But Oh, yeah. But I don't want to hear this whole crap crying poor. Like the, the Milwaukee Brewers are about to invest $220 million into Christian Yelich over the next seven which, years. Which Milwaukee should. is a smaller sports media market than Cleveland. You cannot legitimately tell me that you can't afford to have a contract like that. And yeah, Frankie's going to get more money than Christian Yelich. But in my opinion, Frankie Lindor is better than Christian Yelich. He's proven it longer. And he's overall, over the next 10 years, is going to be better than Christian Yelich. So I don't want to hear it from the Indians. So, oh, we're going to enjoy him. And the fans need to enjoy him. Bullcrap. If, you if you're not willing to sign the guy and put a competitive product on the field, then... Just get out of the city, honestly. Just get out. Well, I also think you can't really compare fans from the Indians to the Browns because Browns fans are going to go... I mean, they'll go eight the eight games because mm-hmm. it's eight games. Indian mm-hmm. season, baseball season has like, what, like it's 80-something home games, if yeah. I remember right. I mean... 81. Yeah, 81. Like, yes, like Progressive Field, Jacobs Field is an incredible ballpark now. Mm-hmm. They redid it. It's amazing. People go just to hang out, just to hang out and drink. Yeah. But, like, are you going to go to 80-something games? No, you're not no. going to go to 20 games. I mean, I'm an anomaly and have gone to over 300 games because I Most work there. Work it's <laughs> Right, yeah. exactly. Like, will I actually do it willingly? No, that's so expensive. I mean, yeah. John... Adams, who does the drums, they only, like he has to pay for all the games. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, it's Which is, literally an anomaly. Yeah. So what I'm saying though is that it's so messed up to me that they compare Indians game, like the Indians fans, to the Cavs or Browns fans because if our team honestly is not doing good, we're not going to go to the game. We're not going to go to eighty something games. We're not even going to go. No. We're not even going to go to thirty something games. It's yeah. expensive to go. to And that's not just games. a Cleveland thing. I that's mean, a, that's, a, that's exactly. baseball I across think the board. That's right. I mean, and honestly, like what? Like I mean, Mercado just got injured today. His wrist. Right. He just injured his wrist today. If you guys saw, like, I mean, like Kipnis isn't there anymore, which was a incredibly a fan favorite. I mean, He's a Lindor, fan favorite, whatever, but the guy but that they signed to replace him I think is actually a better player. I agree with that. But I, what I'm saying, though, is like... I I don't know. I mean, objectively, the Indians are not as good as what they were years ago. So, well, it, no. are people going to go? No, a lot of people aren't And that's because go. they cut so, the payroll. So. Exactly, yeah. And they cut it, I mean... They're going to keep cutting it until we get a good team. I mean, it, I, it's just... Yeah. Well, I yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I don't. It's not like... They're paying Frankie Lindor eighteen million dollars this year anyway. So it's so when they say that they have to sign him for a thirty-five million dollar year contract, that means you're paying him an extra like twelve million, like twelve to fourteen million dollars a year. Right. Like you're not paying you're not paying him an additional thirty million dollars. You're paying him an additional fourteen million dollars mm-hmm. on top of a payroll that's already even if you add that in is much less than what it was last year and enormously less than what it was the year before. Uh, when you had the best record in baseball, so I just I, I I'm so sick and tired of the Indians, whether they say it or not, they're crying poor and they're saying that they can't afford 
to keep all these players and really all the all Indians if the Indians were just to sign Frankie Lindor the amount of goodwill that would go from the fans to the actual Dolans would be incredible and it would wipe away everything it would wipe away trading CC Sabathia it would wipe away trading Cliff Lee it would wipe away wipe I can't even speak wipe away letting uh, Michael Brantley walk in free agency it would wipe away um you know, all of the free agent signings that they've made that haven't worked out, like when they gave Travis Hafner a huge contract, when they gave Jake Westbrook a huge contract, and that those didn't work out. Just if you showed the initial, if you showed good faith to the fans, the fans will show good faith back to you. And I think that's the problem is the Indians don't show good faith to the fans with putting a competitive they'll they'll put a competitive team on the field as far as paying for them to a point but they're not willing to go past that consistently to entice fans to come out to games but yet they go and they blame the fans for it i just think it's so ass backwards on the way they do things and i'm done uh you know giving them the benefit of the doubt so i don't know that's how i feel about it i think it's i think it's all ownership's fault the reason why that uh, they're not selling out opening day yet. And I'm sure eventually it will sell out. But the fact that usually it sells out in like an hour mm-hmm. and we're going on like seven, eight days or something like that is uh, is alarming. And it should be alarming to them. So but I'm sure they'll spin it some way, whichever way will make them look the best. So, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Rant over. Sorry. that The Indians get me fired up. Uh, but anyway, uh, Framil Reyes, Frankie Lindor are mashing in spring training. Uh, I expect Framil Reyes to hit 40-plus home runs this year. Uh, he's like my – like outside of Frankie, obviously, he's like my favorite Indians player. I love Framil Reyes. Uh, Clevenger's already starting to pitch in rehab. He's not pitching off the mound yet, but he's pitching off of um, like uh, – off the grass. So that's – positive and then like we mentioned uh brewers are about to sign christian Yelich to a seven-year 215 million dollar contract extension it's about 30 million dollars a year um we talked about how that could potentially impact frankie and his contract extension i don't think it will impact it very much because i don't think the indians are really going to present him with a fair offer and i'm not going to blame frankie when he walks in a year and a half or two years if they don't trade him before that so that's what I've got to say about the Indians. Uh, no Jimmy in the CLE, like we said. Uh, Jordan, you want to talk about a <clears throat> new brewery that's coming? You know what's interesting is we haven't really talked about it yet, but we're going to hopefully try out this new brewery that went into North Royalton called uh, Blue, Blue Monkey. Monkey. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we have another brewery coming into another one of the burbs. I think this is going to be a growing trend now. We're going to see suburban. small microbreweries yeah. come up to suburbs, so... You want to talk about the brewery coming yeah, in? Yeah, so, uh, whoa, okay. So Parma, which is a well-known part of town, if you're from Cleveland, um, it's got a little bit of everything. It's a little run-down looking, but it's a pretty safe city overall, and it's got a lot of bars. They're definitely famous for bars. Uh, however, Parma will now be getting their first brewery. I believe it's pronounced Schnitz Ale Brewery. Uh, and it will be opening up this fall. Uh, it's located. It will. It will be located on five seven two nine Pearl Road. Uh, it's going to be a nine thousand square foot building, so nothing like 
too big, but not exactly small either. Uh, the owner is a gentleman by the name of, oh boy, Igor, I believe it's <laughs> Durin, or Durin, perhaps? I apologize, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, but he's the owner of Das Schnitzelhaus, which is right across oh, wow. the street. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same owners are going to be opening the uh, brewery. Um, right. And he... He had some interesting. He had an interesting quote, which I'm going to read read real quick. He said, "We figured, just with a German restaurant and the beer, it's a no-brainer. It was always a plan of ours to start a brewery. We've been looking for something in the area for about two years before this building came on the market about a year ago. We're trying to incorporate dot, the Dot Schnitzel House, but we're also trying to spin spin it off its own as well. We'll focus more on vari- a variety of homemade sausages." More of a, a small plate setup rather than the full dining experience you get at the restaurant. In addition, we'll have a tasting room for the beer. So it sounds right off the bat they're going to go for not so much a full, like I mean, he literally says it, they're not doing a full dining experience. But they're going to have some food and I guess if you want that more of a dining experience you can go across the street to Das Nitro House. Um, the plan is for them to have 8 to 10 taps rotating at all times with anything from IPAs to German style beers. Uh, and it will also include a party hall and a tasting room. Uh, all this information comes from cleveland.com. Uh, I'm excited about this place. Uh, we used to go to Parma a lot when Dan lived there. He doesn't anymore, so uh, we've drastically reduced our Parma stops. But um, I do believe we will go to this place at least when it opens and give it a try. Uh, I'm excited about it. It sounds like they're going to do more of a European-style twist to it, which is exciting. European beer is good. Um and yeah, so Dan, I don't know if you have any thoughts on the first Parma brewery. I mean, I'm excited for Parma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I lived there for like four years, so <coughs> I'm excited. I've I only went to Dutch Schnitzel House once, so I've never been there, but I don't like German food, so yeah, good for <laughs> um, Parma. I mean, there's nothing there, so it's nice for them to actually get a legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah. like it, they have a good plan set in place. Yeah. And there's, that's a good community to build something yeah, like that in. Yeah, definitely. And there's definitely a lot of Europeans in that area, mm-hmm. and they love beer. So it sounds mm-hmm. like they're going to kind of cater to that, which they should. It's a big Polish yeah, uh, area, right. Parma. If, if you're building a brewery in Parma, it better be European-focused because yeah, that's <laughs> right. what they're going to want. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm definitely going to try it out, oh, check it out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... It's still probably not going to get me to drive to Parma. <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. There's go, so I'll, much more. I'll go. <laughs> but I mean, I'm happy for Parma. Well, it's like, I just like, don't care to go there. They're myself. finally doing yeah. something. No, I mean, like, city. Like Congratulations. You would have to plan a night where you're like, you're going in thinking, okay, I'm not going anywhere else but Parma. Yeah. Like, like we're going and to Parma tonight. Like this. We're going to get food. <laughs> you know, a good, a good, a good plan. Maybe, I'm sorry for any listeners. No, it's fine. It's fine. A good plan is maybe go to Das Schnitzel House and then go to the the brewery. But like, we yeah, well, just no, go to Hofbrauhaus. House. Like, why would we do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. So I think I think this I'll, is terrible. I shouldn't say this. No, I'm I, sure it's going to be great. No, I think it's probably going to be amazing. No, yeah. I think a lot of people that live in Parma. Yes. Uh, we'll go to this place. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, for I, I, like, I don't. I don't think you're gonna get a lot of people that are not from Parma to come down to Parma. Like, come on down to Parma. Come correct. to. Come to what? Is it, schnitzel uh, beer. What's it called? <laughs> schnitzel <laughs> ale. <laughs> schnitz, yeah. schnitz, schnitzel ale brewery. Yeah. Schnitzel ale house. Like yeah. Beer, yeah. So I, I think it, I, I I think it'll be a 
Parma stronghold for the people of Parma. Exactly. And we've talked about the neighborhood brewery concept. I yeah. think this is going to be one of your best examples. Yeah. Where yeah. the neighborhood. But I don't think. But I don't think people from Ohio City, Tremont, no. downtown. No. You know, no. you're going to get other people, suburbs going to be like, yeah, let's go to Schnitzel for, Brewery right. for the. Like, no, they're going to be like, let's go to Market Garden. That might just right. For the for the. <laughs> For the 2021 uh, Brewery Passport Tour, you'll get people going out there, oh, sure. like strangers. But If but it's on there. Most, right. It'll be on there. It'll definitely be on yeah. there. I can't imagine it wouldn't. Uh, but most, you're right, most of the people are going to be the Parma Yeah. Parma Which is a huge, I mean, that's a huge that's a big, demographic. It's a yeah. big, like, good for them. There's that. a lot of people. Parma's Parma. huge. Yeah. It's yeah. giant. Yeah. 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 It's good for Parma to even have this. So. Yes. Good exactly. for them. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Jordan, do you want to yeah. talk about La Tasa Rica? Yeah. La Tasa Rica is a new coffee roastery uh, from the owners of Troubadour Coffee Roasters, which has, at this point is an established um, roastery. Troubadour? Yeah. It's an established roastery in the um, uh, Fairport, um, no, not Fairport, Fairview Park neighborhood. Um, it is the new roastery is a Latin inspired coffee and tea bar mm. from their web. This is from their Facebook with an emphasis on specialty micro lot coffees directly traded and ethically sourced. Um, they also feature some some sweet eats. It is located on one one five eats. It's like pastries. Oh, it's located on one one five one four Clifton Boulevard, uh, which is right next to Lucky's supermarket. It's basically one mm. seventeenth. On, Love on, Lucky's. On, on Shout out Lucky's. Yeah, Lucky's, Lucky's, Lucky's is great. Lucky's um, so this place is great because they're really, when it comes to sourcing their coffee, you don't get the shady, like, all right, well, is there basically slavery going on at this, like, coffee Yikes. place? No, like, like, there's a lot of dark stuff that goes on with coffee. Um, the owner is real, real all about being transparent and showing people where he gets his coffee. He goes to Latin America all the time. He loves Latin America, and he takes pictures and videos and shows people this is the farm. You know, I get it from this place. So, if you're into that kind of stuff, this is probably one of the best bar, uh, bars, one of the best roasteries you can go to because it's very ethically sourced. It's very, um, it's very, you know, it's it's fair trade and all that kind of stuff. Uh, on top of that, the guy's a genius when it comes to coffee, and he make his coffee is great. Troubadour is amazing. We've been going to La Tasa Rica for probably two weeks now. I've been there about five or six times. Love it. It's mm. delicious. We tried their cold brew a few days ago. Amazing. So I'm looking forward to... <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm looking forward to going here more. Um, it's, it's on the way to work, so I love that. And I have not met the owner... But I hope to have him on the show one day because he seems like a great guy. So it's the same place, awesome. same same uh, people that own Troubadour. Yes, that is oh, okay, cool, yeah. awesome. Yeah, and Troubadour is amazing. Good. If you have yeah. not been to Troubadour, you have to go out there. It's amazing. Um, that's really it for reviews. I do have a a, 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 a two. Well, we're gonna do a quick preview of the Taco Fest. This is still a ways out. It's about a month away. Yeah. There's, speaking of, so we met up with. Uh, Met up with Taco. What are you doing? Nothing. What was that? Huh. Nothing. You just kind of like popped your head up. You're like, hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, Taco Paul. We met up with him. Uh, we're gonna hopefully have him on the show soon. Um, I don't know why I said that on the recording because we haven't confirmed him yet. But uh, <laughs> he obviously his Twitter handle is Paul Loves Tacos. Jordan is of Mexican descent, so obviously he knows a crap ton about tacos. That's right. So we're going to have a taco episode with Taco Fest coming up in the next few weeks. So 
uh, be on the lookout for that. But yeah, Jordan, if you want to just real quick, yeah, I'll we be have fast. The last few weeks. We, there's still not a ton of details, but uh, it's hosted by Scene Magazine. They've done Burger Week and Pizza Week before, so this is the same concept where they make and deals with and, yeah, they make deals with local. Uh, restaurants and, and now there's bars. enough there's enough taco places in Cleveland right, to where exactly. they could actually like, so, do this. And the, the the way it works is for that week, they make deals with bars and and restaurants in the city to have a special, and and you go from there. So the the way it works is there's gonna be two dollar taco specials at the you know at the bars. I'll be honest, as of now, it's kind of a weak lineup, uh, but we'll see. Maybe it'll get better. Um, I will. We'll keep this updated. More importantly, St. Patrick's Day in Cleveland. This is coming up very soon. This is the final thing I'm going to really want to talk about. Um, Less than two weeks. Yeah. So March 17th. Unfortunately, it's on a weekday. So I probably won't be Tuesday. Doing, I won't be doing much celebrating this year. But um, I don't really like this holiday. But I've appreciated it more in the last few years. Uh, there's, of course, the usual parade downtown. It's Superior Avenue from East 18th to right around Shockingly, East 3rd. Outside of obviously the major cities, well, obviously probably the biggest city that does St. Patty's Day in the U.S. is Boston, but and New York, but obvi- yeah. because of their their sheer size, New York, yeah. and then Chicago is obviously Chicago's huge, but, well, Cleveland's but Cleveland's right up, right up there. No, Cleveland's in the top five. Isn't no. yeah. Savannah yeah. the top? Savannah. Savannah, mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. They have no. a huge St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I mean, well, I, they might I, have a big St. Patrick's. I would. Ma- I'm pretty sure it's Boston. I would say Boston How probably. I mean, that? Boston is like much of their. They're like island. Yeah. Basically. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna prove. Look it up. Wrong. She's gonna prove us wrong. Well, Hannah's, maybe per capita. Be, whoa. Sorry. While Hannah's looking I just that threw up, threw the bottle opener. Well, Hannah's looking up. I'm just gonna run through some of the bars that you should frequent if if you want to take the day off and I'm celebrate so St. Right Patrick's all Day. All the time. It's fine. Wait, what? Here we go. Biggest St. Patrick's Day celebrations in the U.S. New York City, Savannah okay, is the so second we... largest St. Patrick's Day parade. Savannah. Did they even have Irish people down there? Yes. Greening so... of the Fountain. Chicago, Boston. New York, Savannah, Chicago, Well, we Boston. said New York. She said, but it's parade. It's not like no, actual. No, it says like, celebration. Well, how many people show up? Like half a million? Like per capita. Gets? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. She's always going to prove it. She's right. All right, Hannah. That's why you guys uh, bring me on every once in a So, real quick, because this is a long episode, and I want to wrap Yes, up. largest St. Patrick's, Chicago, New York City, Savannah. Cleveland is 9 out of 10. Okay, never mind. Not top 5. Fake city. Uh, anyhow, um, Cleveland does get into it. Uh, and some of the best bars to hit up, I made up a quick list. Uh, Flan- oh, Flannery's Pub, City Tap, Harry Buffalo, The Harp. Parnell's Pub, Moriarty's Pub, The Flat Iron, Hopper House, Old Angle Tavern, Becky's, Masthead, Platform Beer, Great Lakes Brewing Company, Market Garden. Uh, wow. uh, PJ McIntyre's, oh, the biggest no, one? No, no, That's downtown. Oh. I'm oh, going by okay. segment. Districts include East 4th Street, Stadium District, CSU Bars, The Flats, Ohio City, West 25th, Lakewood, Gordon Square, Tremont, Case, University Circle, and then the second biggest part so, of St. Patrick's Day in Cleveland, Cam's Corners. Those bars include PJ McIntyre's, which is arguably one of the best bars to go to on St. Patrick's yep. Day. Smedley's Bar, West Park Station. You've like named off every bar in Cleveland. No, I'm naming the St. Patrick's Day specific. I know, I know. But... Farmore Cafe, the Public House. That's what I'm saying. Like... Common Grounds Coffee Shop, if you want a quick pick-me-up. Working That's Class how... Brewery, I went there last year, it was actually not bad. And Red Lantern uh, Tavern. That's how big it is in Cleveland. It's like you're naming off like 
Well, that's the thing. There's so many bars that are Irish cent Irish centric. I feel, yep. but yeah, cool. So yeah, awesome. all right, all right. Uh, let's end the episode. Uh, let's go around the table and talk about our move for the weekend. What's going on with everybody this weekend? Hannah, go first. Oh gosh, I'm gonna be a terrible start. Um, I never have anything. So well, I might go to Trustfield with y'all tomorrow yep. and bring my dog. Eight o'clock, seven thirty-eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which means nine thirty. And then oh, I'm actually God. going to a play at Playhouse Square on Sunday. So I'm oh, going to see, yeah, I'm going to see Sleuth. Ooh. I have no idea. Okay. But I said I'd go. Oh, okay. Sleuth. Yep. Interesting. Nice. So that'll be fun. I haven't been to Playhouse Square in forever. But other than that, I'm working, so it's not that exciting. Oh. I mean, like a normal person, I also work on Friday. No, I mean on Saturday. Oh, you're working on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, well, late. I got um, some stuff to catch up day, on so I can like enjoy. From, from from dawn till dusk. No, but from... for a lot of it, because I'm tra- I'm going to Tampa next weekend, so I'm trying to get work done <laughs> oh. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and we get town hall for lunch tomorrow. That's right, free lunch. Employee appreciation oh. day tomorrow, guys, right. and I'm appreciating my employee. Are you buying it for us? Employee. No, I'm just buying a gift for Elena. Oh, oh okay. She, this won't ruin it. Her. It's not being good until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think Elena listens to us. No. Uh, but if she was, yeah. happy employee appreciation day. I appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, for myself, I have a lot of things I need to figure out for tomorrow night. But at <laughs> one point, I thought I was going to fish fry. Oh, stop. Stop. So we'll figure that out. I try out. to do that. Um... Saturday, though, I am with my roommate. We're going to do a deep clean of this place and get it ready and just kind of make it more livable and live in. Because there's still some stuff that's out that we need to put away. So I'm doing a whole bunch of... <laughs> you guys have lived here for like two weeks. What do you mean you have to deep clean? It's been, no, it's been well over a month. Um, <sighs> so I'm a clean person. What can I say? And Saturday, though, uh, in the evening, I plan to go to Porco's. So we'll see. That's always crazy time. Teresa? Um, Frey and I, the same as Jordan. We're definitely going to Let me guess. You guys have the same plan. I might. No. Let me here's guess. the thing, though. Sarah, well, obviously. But Sarah Day, I need, I need to do work. I haven't checked my email probably, oh, I don't know, like oh, two we days. We could just go somewhere and work together. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Text me and let me you know. know tomorrow, but tomorrow's Friday. I, you know you'll be at work. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sarah Day, I need to do work. So, and then Saturday, I'm going back to Terrestrial what? for a dog party. What are you talking about? It's a, I know about a this. I, I might be going to this on Saturday. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to that at like 1.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And then I'm also going to Porco's with Jordan. And our if I'm going if I'm going friends. tomorrow, I'm not bringing Champ. But Saturday, I would bring Champ. Text me and let me know. I've still never been to Porco's. Oh my God, it's so calm. Porco's is good. Come Saturday. I might. And then Sunday... Going to Jordan's family's house because it's his dad's birthday. Fish fry. And we are celebrating his no. dad's. Okay, as a Catholic girl, Shish of kebabs. course I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to go to a couple fish fries. Fish tacos. But no, tomorrow tacos, night, no one want to go. No, my family didn't want to go, so I'm not going. We got lots more Fridays so. to come. Right. Yeah, but you're supposed to do it every Friday. Okay. Know. Well, I'm not eating meat. Go to tomorrow. Arby's and Why? get yourself oh a fish my sandwich. Gosh. Go to McDonald's and get a filet. Okay, no, that's just good. No, those are actually no, 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 no. They no, are no, good. No, no, no. They're not no, bad. No, I would rather eat oh, fish sticks. You guys don't Arby, know a good Ar- fish no, sandwich. No, 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 no. Arby's has the best one. Ar- I'm telling oh, you. No, really? I, no, Arby's, no, I think you're right. Yeah. Arby's is fantastic. For fast food fish, yep. it's pretty good. Okay, fantastic. well, whatever. Shout out. Well, all right, Arby's and then a small curly fry. Damn, what are you doing? 
I, I don't know. I wasn't invited to terrestrial. Oh, my oh God. here we go. Dan will tag along with us. We're all going to terrestrial this Literally weekend. That's what we're doing. hours ago, we were doing a fish fry <laughs> yeah, with I was, family. I really messed this whole plan up. I'm so I, sorry. I, asked, I asked Jordan to go to Blue Monkey in North Royalton on Friday. He's like, no, we're going to a fish okay, fry well, with Teresa's family. Either way. And then you walk in, oh, we're going to terrestrial at 8 o'clock. Like, what the hell? Well, I, we are going terrestrial at 8 o'clock, so... All are welcomed. Every, listeners are welcomed. We could go to Blue Monkey, too. Well. I might have to pick my sister up from babysitting. Oh, yeah. And, we also do that. And then so. go to Blue Monkey. Shout out for Bethany, who should be driving already, but oh, she's stop not. It, stop. Uh, Sweet girl. Yeah. Oh, leave I, her alone. I love my sister. Leave her alone. But I have to pay, I have to pick her up. So right. anyway, that's gonna be responsible. Episode because this is ridiculous how long this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> all right. Uh, Close. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, which none of you have listened to this whole thing, so uh, appreciate that. Uh, follow us on social media, at the LOTL Podcast. Check us out on our website, lotlpodcast.com. You can listen to us as you are on any one of our uh, platforms that we publish our episodes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, give us a follow, a subscribe, a like, a rating, a review, all that good stuff. We sincerely appreciate it. And uh, we've got our 100th episode coming up, so stay tuned for details on what we're going to be doing for that. Uh, That should be coming out this week, hopefully, and we will check you guys later. So for uh, Hannah and Teresa, for Jimmy, who's in Kent, uh, I haven't gotten a text from him about his basketball game, so I'm assuming he lost, but we'll see. (laughs) Uh, For Jordan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. This is episode 97. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.